If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Hi, friends, and welcome back to The Sesh. I am Kendall. And I am Janelle. And joining us today is the fabulous <laughs> Alyssa Sharp. The beautiful, the fabulous, uh, yes, the amazing. Like, naming all the things. Astrologist, numerologist, mm -hmm. YouTuber, TikToker, podcaster. podcaster. What else? What other We're things? Missing. Mother. Mother. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I'm now I'm so nervous. You just made me <laughs> so nervous. No, like no. you just you just gave me all these things that I am. And I was like, oh my God. You are all those things. I am all those things. Thank you. That's really nice. I'm also um a mediocre painter. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. You paint? I didn't yeah. know. That. You can go on my Instagram. I just painted the high priestess. Oh fun. I didn't know that you paint. I uh, I grew up. I was my artistry is my first love. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. You were just saying that. Yeah, yeah. Love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's where all this comes from is the fact that it's all art for me. Yeah, we <laughs> are all really art. So We're happy to have too. you on. I'm like, yes, we are. Oh we are, my God. You guys have no idea. I first started watching Alyssa almost 10 years ago. We were just yeah. calculating. And I started watching you because my parents were getting divorced. I was trying to understand that shit. <laughs> and I started Googling, trying to understand their signs. And your videos started popping up. And I remember watching one of your videos on my phone laying in bed in college. It was like sophomore year. Oh my God. And you've taught me so much. You know, you taught me like everything I know about astrology. I love that. <laughs> I'm serious. I, I know, it's so great. The, the best thing about this, and I didn't even know until I came in here earlier, was that like, you're like one of my first fans. I am. I yeah, am yeah. the first fan. And yeah. I showed, I turned all of these guys on yep. your videos. We've been watching you for like, yeah, like 10 years. 10 years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. May 4th, 2012 was when I started. So that's my 10 year anniversary. Okay. So We've I was in August of 2012. So wow. we were right yeah. around the same time. When did you guys actually become like internet friends? We were just trying to figure that out. Yeah. I don't know the exact year. I think it might have been 2014. Somewhere around there. That sounds yeah. right to me. Because I had a, <laughs> this is my thing. Like I just got to tell Kendall is that I had a big spike in subscribers and I didn't really know where it was coming from. Um, I was like, okay, this is cool. Something's happening. And then all of a sudden I kept getting comments like Kendall Ray sent me here. Kendall Ray sent me here. <laughs> and I was like, who is Kendall Ray? And I went over, found you. I had to like, you know, put you on YouTube. And then I was mm -hmm. like, oh my God, I love you. And then I reached out to you and I was like, thank you for like the shout out. And I had to find the videos too that you shout out. And then I was like, oh, you did astrology videos. Yeah. So I tried to make a little series. And yes, yeah, you did. I'm sure some of you guys remember that. But yeah, I basically was like, you know, I only know so much. My knowledge goes pretty much as far as the, the sun signs, 12 sun signs. I knew a little bit about the moons, how that worked kind of from you. But I would just refer people. I was like, if you want anything more, I'm not giving it to you. So this is when you go to Alyssa. Yeah. No, that's like so sweet because people then were just like, tell me more about stuff. And then I think your people sent me over or that you sent over wanted more from me, which yeah. I was like, oh, this is interesting. You want all yeah. this stuff from me now? Yeah. Like, that was cool. And gosh, how many videos do you think you've made over the years a on lot. astrology? On astrology, a lot. I've had to be so many. Because you have whole playlists on mm -hmm. the, uh, every element. 
and people are always like now because they'll find me because astrology has grown so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess we can talk about that whole yeah. scenario. But yeah, uh, I get comments like, have you made a video on this? And I'm like, yeah. You're like, <laughs> bitch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I please. got a whole lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, just go over there right now. Like, stop wasting my time. I do other things now. That's interesting <laughs> that you say astrology's grown because it really does feel like that. And I was wondering if that's just me. But when I first no, started yeah. getting into it, I don't remember there was many people no. to watch from. I remember yeah. thinking it was kind of niche. Yes. Like even when I made videos about it, people were like, you know, I like, feel like even when I would just not that I'm like an expert or anything, but even when I just started talking about like that, I have an yeah. interest in it. People were like, the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. Oh, I'm a Taurus. What is that? Mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, okay, well, if you want to take it seriously. You're yeah. But yeah. yeah. And even on Twitter, like it's just grown so much. Oh, and yeah. I oh, yeah, feel the- like people on average they know their sun sign now they do mm-hmm. and they most of them they know their moon and their rising like yeah. a lot of people they're, do and they're and that's called the big three right? the big three they call it yeah and yeah it's it's a very it's a kind of a surreal experience because when i started um not only and you know this because we were talking but mm-hmm. i don't know why i keep bringing up that we were talking because now we're here still talking but <laughs> i want to i want to yeah now. we've been talking for so long <laughs> yeah, that's why i'm a little bit up. like what if what have we discussed <laughs> where am i i don't know anything i'm a pisces rising <laughs> so that means something yeah. uh but yeah so like what's i gonna say now oh the og youtuber stuff like when we started youtube mm-hmm. even though like you were doing blogging and i was doing astrology we were pretty hardcore made fun of oh yeah it wasn't cool no it wasn't cool it wasn't cool so like when i I hit it from everyone in my life yes you hit it i (laughs) hit it as soon as i started telling people it was a very um there's a lot of pressure like friends Mm -hmm. and family just like making fun of me for what i was doing and on top of that i was also doing astrology which was also either evil or people made fun of it so Mm -hmm. yeah that is interesting why was it evil well a lot of um um, in church sex, like Catholic yeah. Church, Christianity, oh, all that, okay. it was considered to be sacrilegious. Sacrilegious. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a reli- has nothing related to do with yeah, religion. It's, it's like- yeah, I, I used to make videos about it, and then a lot of people who were into astrology didn't understand why I cared, and I was like, but because I grew up in a Christian church, oh, so like, I did oh. care. Like it was something that I really had to pull myself out of yeah. to even mm-hmm. be able to look into astrology because I felt evil doing it. You know what I'm wow. saying? Okay. So like I, for me, my personal story is to get from Christian to understanding spirituality in a completely different way. Mm-hmm. And that's not everybody who's into astrology. And especially now, yeah. like a lot of kids who are into astrology now, they, they didn't grow up in church or they weren't like really into it. But I was like really into church. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like really, I was really into it. Really? That's why I'm very... I'm still very, very spiritual, but people mm-hmm. are always kind of weirded out when I get into like my spiritual modes because they're yeah. like, you're the astrologer that says fuck a lot. I say fuck. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, say okay. We say it's fuck a lot word. here. Yeah. yeah, it is our favorite <laughs> And I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, I do love astrology and I love saying fuck a lot. You can call it a coincidence or whatever, but I do know this about myself is that there were, were no fun videos about astrology no. anywhere. Mm-hmm. And YouTube no. was around for, you know, a while at that point, like six years yeah, or something. Yeah. But it's a lot of viral videos, but then there's certain channels, like we were talking about Blair Fowler, mm-hmm. Al, Al Fowler, like the and then the OGs, like Jenna Marbles, yeah. uh, Shane Dawson, like, yeah, they're all out there Green. doing, making right. channels. And I was on there looking for astrology because yeah. I had been into it for about five years and I was like, what's some videos going? Like, yeah. And I couldn't find anybody mm-hmm. except I did find some talking heads, like, with some stars behind them. Yes. You know, like, I know exactly yeah. what you're Are you talking about those two dudes? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Those guys are iconic. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. They're sl- they I, have a sweater. I, One of them had a sweater. Yeah, I think Rick Le- 
Levine, Levine, Levine. Maybe. I think he was one of them because he's still like, he's they a, had like a he's whole legit. little show. Yeah. He was great. Yeah. That was like one of the only other channels though. Yeah. And that's one the only one that had an actual sweater with like yes, stars. Yes, stars. And, yeah. 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 Damn, that's and really amazing. I kind of just looked at it and was like, well, how can I make this? Yeah. Like I, I think that if I can't find it and I knew this about, I don't know, is an entrepreneurial spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That like if you, are looking for something that's not there, maybe you should see if you should do it. That's exactly right. So I was like, okay, I'll do it. Mm -hmm. And so I made a video teaching some astrology and no one really saw it. And then I went back to the drawing board and was like, well, people, when I talk to people about astrology, they talk about their least favorite signs, like the ones that they hate. Hmm. That's so true. Yeah. And so I love to talk about their most favorite signs. And so I was like, maybe people will Google these because that's what you could Google shit back Mm -hmm. in the day and it would take you to a YouTube video the way that everything worked. So I just did like what I hate about Virgos and people responded to it. And I was like, ooh, like that's weird. That's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. So even though I was going to make fun of for being a YouTuber and an astrologer (laughs) in my main life, I in my uh, online life, I was starting to like, yeah, feed into something. And pretty soon there are a bunch of different astrology channels coming up like Mm -hmm. pop astrology. That's what it really was. It's like pop astrology. What yeah. does that necessarily mean? Like pop music. Like okay, okay. astrology was very limited to older people, like mystics, witches, totally, yeah. all that stuff. And then it yes. was like, wait, kind of like mainstreamed it. Yeah, like but just like, millennialized. I gave it. a uh, me and my friend were talking about this. The problem is now, I think, is I gave a blueprint, and that's the same blueprint everybody continues to use mm-hmm. because nobody's really evolved it past then yeah um we've just simplified it more for like tiktok but at the same mm-hmm. time like what pop astrology is kind of came from those earlier videos of mine where i was like well fuck this sign and the stupid yeah. shit that it does oh, like this it. dumbass but Virgo. you'd go after everyone's sign <laughs> yeah and that's why i loved your videos yes. so much they felt so real because every sign every sign had yeah, yeah. yeah right and every, every you know there's good and bad for every sign that's just how it is it's the totally astrology yes it is and it's beautiful because there's good things too yeah, when I did a, I had to do a what I love about your sign, and I remember a lot of comments were like, "You can tell she's faking this one, and that she was real in the other." <laughs> I one. remember reading some of <laughs> yeah, those. Yeah, and I yeah. was like, "Yeah, I don't know." It's, it's a lot. It is a lot. Not as it's not as funny to get yeah. out there and be like, "I really love cancers because they're sweet and they're warm and yeah, they're it's kind." It's not as funny. It's much funnier to be like, "Well, cancers are all you know, whores." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, not to find the cancers out there. Yeah. <laughs> See, I didn't want people when I made my little astrology series, I didn't want people to be like upset at me. Oh, but I yeah. had a lot of things that I held back that yeah. I wanted that's, to say. But your your um series on that actually is it's a pretty iconic series and <laughs> a, No, because it's like you had a lot of views and you could have gone that way, but you didn't. You went a different route, which yeah. is very interesting considering People have probably used your videos and you don't realize to create their own like blueprint and to do or just copying them completely. Yes, or copy. Yes, because it's like that's what people did. When you can simplify astrology the Mm -hmm. way that we did in our own separate ways, which was beautiful. And I loved about your videos, they were different than mine, was that all of a sudden you taught people and then they're like, oh, I can put this out too. And then they just regurgitate because they don't realize Mm -hmm. that you picked up this information from your own life experience, observation. Mm-hmm. study yeah you weren't regurgitating it from a book mm-hmm. i was not i was like everything i knew about astrology was like meeting a bunch of random people that's and what i would try to do i would literally yeah. sit down and like write down the people i knew in that yeah. sign and then i would just talk about them yep yep same and it's weird how it lines up just perfectly mm, i think there's something to it exactly <laughs> you know? that's why i was like yeah i i know astrology is real because 
everything I'm saying is because I lumped all you asses together. Yeah, and like, <laughs> so yeah, I've never met an Aquarius that wasn't like this. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. So interesting. That's what really got me is, of course, like I said, my parents were getting divorced yeah. and looking at their charts mm-hmm. and thinking like, wow, this really makes sense. And looking at everyone else because you can hear your own sign lightly and yeah. just be like oh yeah i kind of fit those yeah. like maybe maybe it's real but then when you start looking at everyone else in your life and you're like wow like this is too accurate it's almost scary yeah yeah that's uh that is true it is hard to pull in information into your own being and self mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm. it's probably why me being a libra made sense because libra <laughs> libras are like this observational creature like yeah. really cares about what other people are doing to see how they can fit into that mm. And so finding astrology was just very much like, oh, this helps me. Now I know yeah. that you're a Leo, so I'll just go act more like a Leo to hang out with you. Oh. And mm. to like start embodying that energy of how they are. And I'm also a Pisces rising, which is like a chameleon. I like to just not be me. Mm. Mm. Um, it's it's huh. like being me is like this. It's a whole other thing. So <laughs> I would be like, OK, so I would do that. And I did that for about like five years just with my own astrology stuff. And then so I started to put it into the videos. But that um, would I, I loved it about other people. Like this yeah. is why this person did that. Totally. Yes. Yes. You understand things. Yep. Yes. Like this. That's person. what it really was for me. Yeah. You're like, and oh, and it makes it the dirt roll off your shoulders a lot easier. You're like, oh, oh yes, yeah. This Aquarius or Sagittarius has a god complex. <laughs> so, so that's true. why they <laughs> totally threw me under the bus. I get it. I'm, I'm not happy with it, but it makes sense. It makes sense. It was yep. their natural inclination. Yeah. Yep. yeah I was in a sorority at the time. I started watching your videos and I clashed a lot with a lot of the people in there, like a good 50% of them. And I can't believe you're in a sorority. Right? I know. I know. Sorority I had girls. some challenges, but yeah, seriously, it was like, like a chill sorority. A okay. Like, this is like in yeah. farm town. Like it was, just, okay. there wasn't anything else was going on at this really school, so. small. Yeah, nothing else to do. Yeah, it we was not it's how like... I met my best friend, Sydney, over here. Oh, yeah. Hello. yeah, so I met some really cool people, but I think astrology really helped me because when someone would do something or they would act, and I'd just be like, this person is so fucking annoying. And then I'd look at their chart, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh, my God, this uh-huh. makes sense now. Yeah. <laughs> it is helpful. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. It no, is it helpful. Is. It, it is like, like a guide to the world. I felt like I had glasses, and I could see everyone in a yeah, different yeah. way. <gasps> That's why... Um, I always think of it as it's not like the end all be all. You don't have to follow astrology. It's just a map. It's like you're driving your car and you could try to sense which roads to take down. Right. But if you had a map or, you know, your phone. GPS. GPS, because yeah. like yeah. we're older now and right. technology is a thing. And you just pull out <laughs> your phone and it tells you where to go. You're like, OK, that makes more sense. And then it's mm-hmm. quicker. Yeah. And you're more inclined to like move quicker throughout life because of astrology. And I do think like life has gotten quicker So astrology is picked up as well because people realize that because you don't have to have me explain that to you for you to have already understood that that's Mm -hmm. exactly what it does. Yes. Like this is, oh, it just makes more sense. Or like this person has a bunch of um, Virgo in them. And so I might, I kind of need to understand that all that Virgo energy is going to clash with me a lot and they're going to nitpick me a lot and it's going to really hurt my feelings and I'm not going to be able to get over it. So Mm -hmm. I understand that about myself. So I'm going to stay away from that. Interesting, mm-hmm. yeah. Which can help you then with any sort of relationship. Which, yeah, me saying that could could sound bad, but it's not. It's like protecting yourself if you it understand. Is. Yes, yeah, that's it. I that com- yeah. makes complete sense. It almost. I've always thought of it as kind of like a type of art because it's people. I feel like a lot of people who don't aren't into it at all think if it's like a religion. It's really not. Yeah, it's kind of almost to me like an art. It's either like you appreciate the art or the language, 
or you don't. And that's fine. It makes sense because I grew up, I was an artist. That's what we were talking about. Like I, I was a painter, like, and I drew all the time and wrote poems and like had a really deep inner life, you know, like didn't have a lot of friends, just like made art. And uh, (laughs) when I got older, I was like, there's no way I can do anything with this art. Mm. Like, what can I do? I can go on Etsy. And they're like, being a millennial Mm -hmm. in my 20s, there was the things that were popping up, YouTube, Mm -hmm. Etsy, Mm -hmm. um, MLMs, like crazy. Mm -hmm. All my friends were like in MLMs, like message, like friending me. And I'm like, oh, this person wants to be my friend. Oh, fuck, they don't. That's, (laughs) yep. They want want to be their friend. Yeah, like, oh, you're going to recruit me? Oh, no, Mm -hmm. I'd rather... Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. Like I never could get into that. I was like, my mom sold Mary Kay for a little bit and I mm. Kendall sold Mary Kay for a little bit. Did. I didn't actually sell it. No, I'm just any. kidding. I, I thought can, it was just you hosted a little Mary Kay party that was yeah, fun. Yeah, for you and my yeah. aunt. Yeah, I did it for <laughs> less than thirty days. And then I realized it was an MLM and Yeah. yeah. That was <sighs> so fun though. Like I my mom did I like the little makeover parties. But she would also, yeah. I also had like social anxiety and she would have these parties at her house and yeah. I'd have to like help her with stuff and I'd be like I, I said, Hi, like, are, you, are you stupid? <laughs> I was really shy, <laughs> which is weird Same, now, because, yeah. but I was very shy. I was like very, very shy as a kid, like really scared. Yeah, I was scared was. of like even going over to her house, which we lived like 10 minutes yeah. away from each other. I was so shy. And now yeah. I'm like, pr- I'm definitely an introvert, but mm. I can, I am outgoing and I can like You're turn adaptable. it on. Yeah, yeah, I was going to ask definitely. you about that. Since I'm probably having a Leo, mm-hmm. I think of the Leo child in my life, Janelle. Mm -hmm. And she was literally terrified of everything and so shy. But that seems kind of not Leo-y. Well, okay. So Janelle, this is the big thing. We can go into your chart for a second. Janelle has a Virgo rising and that puts her sun and Mercury in the 12th house, which is a very um, introverted house. It's a very self... (laughs) No, I don't want to say it's self-involved. It's like, I'm going to go... Like, I'm processing all of this through myself first. And when you're processing it all through yourself first, if someone is giving you like, say someone looks at you weird, uh-huh. you got to process that through yourself. You're like, what is going on? This person not like me. Do they hate me. Like, am I dressed mm-hmm. wrong? Like, am I, is there something on my face? Like, what am I doing? And you start to feel like kind of isolated and alone too, because you, you see yourself as very different from everybody else. Like, and you don't really know how they're going to act to you or behave around you. And you also have sun and Mercury square Pluto. So that gives you a lot of control things like you want a lot of control over oh, your situation yeah i'm gonna call it control oh, issues yeah. but control's not always issues the unknown or being out of control, control issues oh a little bit. yeah a little wee bit a wee bit no da- i would totally <laughs> say that that i think which is where i get a lot of anxiety of the unknown or if i can't control because obviously mm-hmm. you can't control how the world works yeah and so yeah. that just freaks me out a lot if there's like an if there's an unknown coming in or if like how other i'm not gonna like get I don't want to like throw anyone under the bus, but like like, like, family members, they would like do something and I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? Stop (laughs) making stupid decisions. If you just did it this way, it would make more sense. Yeah. yeah. It was like, yeah, no, it's totally true. Control issues oftentimes come from um, a very unstable family home life, which is interesting because that I didn't really have that. I was pretty like, so if you saw a family member that they did something that was weird, Mm -hmm. why was it weird to you? It was well, it comes from, it's only with certain people that I'm like, that I, well, I think it's because I'm like, love them so much and I care for them so much that I don't want, I want to protect them. Uh-huh. And so I'm scared to let them 
make their kind of make their right make yeah. their mistakes because i want to protect just them followed your plan right things would go i'm better. like yo if you which pff, i don't know the answers to shit so i don't know yeah. why i think that but it's a it's an interesting thing i i feel we can <laughs> she's we laughing at my chart no Wonderful. no we don't she's like oh god <laughs> we don't need to bring that up <laughs> no what you're saying actually makes a lot of sense right now because yeah, me you have um there's something that well all i would say is that there's something going on in your chart that is like something happened and it made you not trust people mm-hmm. it made you not trust what they're about to do and you kind of after that were like all right then i'll just only rely on myself whatever that might be and then because hmm. you rely only on yourself you and the leo energy it creates this like universe around your sun you're the sun mm-hmm. right because leo is the sun mm-hmm. And the universe around the sun, it's like, if I'm the only one that's going to do it right and you're Virgo rising, mm-hmm. I really doubt that these people are going to do it right if they don't listen to me. That's very interesting. Yeah, which, very interesting. which would come from something. And you don't have to talk about where it would come from. I'm trying to think. I kind of think. I mean, <laughs> you know where? I'm just saying, I think your life was so stable. Like you said before, your parents got divorced, and that was such a shock. That's the only thing mm. I can that think of, yeah. That was so shocking It to was you. shocking. That's what you were saying. Oh, I got chills. Yeah, you got. You said that earlier. Shocking. Shocking. Mm-hmm. My parents never fought, never in front of, like, never. I don't really think they ever fought, really. But they got, I don't want to, like, spill their own tea. But, yeah, they ended up getting divorced, and it was shocking because I never saw shocking it coming. Whole family. Yeah. yeah. And so... Yeah, maybe that did kind of like yeah. shake some things up because I, I think more fucking than maybe never you saw even it coming. Realize, yeah, because you totally you all, formative yeah. age too. Yeah, like, I was nine, nine, yeah. nine. That's yeah, that's a huge deal. Mm-hmm. And you also have a kite in your chart. It's what does that like, mean? Oh, I don't looks, even know what that means. It looks like a kite. Yeah. Oh, like an oh, cool. actual kite. An actual okay. kite. It like. And what does that? Um, the kite is a lot of harmony and balance, and so that is where you have this harmony and balance, and then you have this big T square, which is a triangle, this red triangle that comes out of it. Okay. And that is like upheaval and chaos and like an issue. Interesting. And so you created a lot of tension inside of yourself. And actually, it goes straight to Venus and Libra, which is relational issues where Mars and square your moon. You have a... You you don't want to make your parents say mistake, but you don't know why they fucking made it. And that confuses you because you're like, what am I supposed to do? So therefore, to you're prevent that. to prevent something that I don't even know why it happened. Ooh, that's that makes so, so interesting. Sense. Well, I've been in a relationship for 10 years and we're not married, not because we don't want to get married, but because I've always been very like, we don't need to rush. We don't need to rush. I yeah, don't want to commit. I don't want to commit that. too much. Don't yeah. want to fuck this up. Two fire signs, too. Yeah. And I do have. Yeah. My boyfriend's a Sag. Sad, yeah, can you sad. predict when they're going to get engaged? Because I'd like to know. <laughs> Kendall's really <laughs> wants to know. Well, the thing with like anything within marriage is like, okay, so, so you have, you have with the Venus in Libra, which Libra is kind of marriage. That's not full love. Leo is love. It's the heart. Mm-hmm. So you have the capacity to love. It's in the 12th house. That's unconditional love. You have the capacity to love unconditionally. Mm-hmm. However, marriage freaks you out because you don't have control over it. So. Nope. Um, you know that it's not, for, it doesn't mean forever. So there is this idea of before it could even ever happen, mm-hmm. you would have to decide that being married would be something different 
than what you've always thought it was that your parents got married for the wrong reason. And maybe you don't know what that is, uh-huh. but you don't have to know what the wrong reason was. Sure. You just have to know what the right reason for you to be married is. Would it be because you want to be protected mm-hmm. that you would want everybody else to know that you're taken, that this person and you are choosing to go through life together in a contracted form, not because you're chaining each other, uh-huh. but because it's in some way would bring you freedom. Because I think there's this very like strong, like this is going to take away my stability. It's going to take away my freedom. When in reality, you're already in the relationship. Your freedom in that sense is already yeah, gone. You're totally. already chained. And that's the weird thing is because, yeah, I've been with this person for 10 years. I've lived with them for six or something. Yeah. So you've really been together for like 12 years. It, like our really... lives are extremely enmeshed already. Yeah. So like if we got married, it wouldn't like nothing would really change as far as like yeah. on paper. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we are lived together. Uh-huh. We, have, we have two, three beautiful dogs together. Three beautiful <laughs> dogs. <laughs> Do you want kids? Um, I'm not like I have to have kids, but I think you like I would like kids, but I kind of go back and forth. You have your moon in the like because you, you have Capricorn in the fifth, which is like I don't want to fuck them up. But then you also have your moon, <laughs> in the, <laughs> and your moon is in the fifth, which is also like. But I really like them. I feel like I I feel like I'd be a pretty good parent. I know my boyfriend would be, be a great, great parent. So, but I'm also like I say that I'm kind of selfish in the sense of like I like to do whatever the fuck I want, mm-hmm. and you have to like give a lot up. And I don't know if I'm ready to do that. Yeah. It's like a lot. Well, if I wanted to predict then based on <laughs> your chart and not necessarily the things you said, because I just noticed something. You have Saturn retrograde and Pisces in the seventh. People who get married with Saturn in the seventh before their Saturn return always end up in divorce. Oh, interesting. So if you got married, well, your Saturn return starts in a year. So if you got married in the next two or three years, you could be just dooming what you have. Oh, great. Or... <laughs> Another thing is, is because you're learning something about relationships right now. Uh-huh. And I'm not saying, and because I don't know, that like the relationship you're in could end. But there is a possibility that um, something in both of you changes and you want a completely different life. And that could happen. And you don't even know because that's into the unknown. So don't try to control it now that I said it. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so the okay. plan is to... The next three years to really hold <laughs> this <laughs> down. <laughs> I'm like, okay, note to self. Interesting. There, huh. There's something that will change a lot but in your life that you don't even know about yet. Oh, great. See, that just gives me raging anxiety. Hate that. Yeah. Hate that. Hate that. Yeah. I'm sorry about but that. But it's interesting I because too. I've always been. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> I'm a little scared that she now knows that. <laughs> I've always been not anti-marriage, but definitely like, I don't want to get married anytime soon. If you were to propose me, I would say no, not because I'm 11, but because like marriage, eh, too much mm-hmm. commitment. But in the past probably year, I would say that like, I'm definitely like, I would, if, if the opportunity presented itself, I would say yes, like 100%. Yeah. So it's interesting. Like I'm wondering if there was something that had changed to me to get to that conclusion or it just naturally occurred that way type of thing. You know what I mean? I would say that the more that you get to know yourself, the more um, you will be open to marriage mm-hmm. because there's a lot of like, like I said, you, you fit, <laughs> You channel people through you. And while you're channeling people through you, while you're bringing in like, well, like, okay, well, I'm saying stuff to you. Mm-hmm. You're, you could be listening to what I'm saying, but you're actually 
understanding it by bringing it into yourself, mm-hmm. feeling it around mm-hmm. and then bringing it. And that's going to bring you anxiety, too, because I was telling you something. I could be a total nutcase and a liar. Right. <laughs> but you're still you still brought it in and it still caused you anxiety before anything ever happened. But I really trust you. If yeah. some rando told me that, I'd be like, eh, fuck off. Like, yeah, but, it's true, but you still bring it within you and you're still feeling it before the even even happens okay. because you bring in everything, too. So you are experiencing more pain all the time than you need to. Oh, beautiful. Because you bring it in. But one of the things that will happen is once you like, once you start being like, wait, wait, just because they said this doesn't mean I have to bring it in. I don't have to accept totally anything. Right. Because I want to know how I feel. That's when you're going to be like, oh, this is what I want. Hmm. And your heart's going to lead you there. You have, um, I, I, you have this uh, very like fool energy and it's not foolish. It's fool. It's like from tarot and the fool energy is like jump off a cliff energy. Really? Yeah. And it's on your midheaven, which I think is very interesting. You have zero degree midheaven, a zero degree Mars. You have, and jump off a cliff energy. It's in your like career and in your purpose oh. and in your destiny. <laughs> it's something, but like you don't have to, you don't have to worry about it. All you have to do is, Take care of yourself, really feed yourself, love yourself, learn about what you really value and what you really want. Uh-huh. And when you start to do that, you'll just get closer and closer to the edge of the cliff and you'll jump and you'll know that the universe is going to take you no matter what decision you make. But until that moment happens, you'll just be kind of teeter tottering hmm. on life. I feel like I kind of had to jump off a cliff like a year or two ago. You probably have. I, I can imagine you're going to do it a few times in your life. Great. Love that. Yeah, I definitely jumped off a cliff like a year ago because I was in school. I was getting my master's in counseling and I was like full on going to be an LPC. She got her master's. Yeah, I have my. (laughs) Wow, that's I barely went to school. (laughs) I mean, it's cool, but I didn't. I dropped out because of a boy. Oh, well, I mean, (laughs) I'm in debt now. Okay, I'm a podcaster. So (laughs) it's all right. She jumped off a cliff. You jumped off a cliff. jumped off a cliff and jumped onto her cliff. Yeah, I like that. See, that's beautiful. Because that means that you're following a lot of the correct energy because hmm. you weren't meant to be doing one-on-one or any sort of like that. But you know what? At the same time, what you learned is valuable. And oh, I'm sure that absolutely. what you bring in into the table is very, very valuable. Oh, don't regret it for yeah. a second. Yeah. Don't we'll do it over again. I learned yeah. so for much. Your, but so jumping off the cliff wasn't a big deal at all. In the end. In the, in the end, no. Yeah. But the lead up to but that. But the lead up was fucking... Because yeah. I started like a little backstory I started working for Kendall like helping her do research for cases just because Mm -hmm. I was in school and I needed money and so she was just kind of like I opened a mango (laughs) I'm sorry I like keep going everywhere (laughs) yeah it's like um kind of leaking I'm sorry that's that's beautiful you know um but yeah and so I was doing that and then it started coming closer and closer to graduation and she was I was loving what I was doing with her and then I started producing out higher and Mm -hmm. Like more, getting more and more involved, and they were like, "What are you gonna do when you graduate?" And I was like, "I knew I can't do both because I want to be able to like put everything I have into one thing." And that's I was I felt like I was like being pulled, and so yeah, I mean, I decided to not go down my path that I thought I was gonna yeah. go down and do this instead. And we started a show, and it was scary for a while, but once I made the jump, it was like so freeing, and yeah. I've never like like the road less traveled like, by. You did the the grateful thing because. Most people would tell you that that was the wrong choice, but you followed your heart. And 
totally. That's always what it's going to be. And also your Midheaven's Gemini, which is like the black and white choice. And just making it like also it's into zero degrees. You basically, whenever you reach one of these walls, you're going to feel like both options are like options that nobody in their entire lifetime has ever had to make. And that's kind of like that. You're like, who would choose between dumping a master's degree and just podcast? Yeah. Like it's a new problem. They didn't have to learn about this 20 years ago. Like that would never have been a thing. No. And so when I say that you're going to do it again, it's going to be similar energy. You're going to be like in the unknown completely again. And that's why your your desire for control is not a bad thing. It's allowing you to learn how to control yourself so that when you jump, you fly. Hmm. It's just that when you're worried about other Lovely. people and their reactions or their choices that you get bogged down mm-hmm. because it's taking you away from yourself. And that's the thing. It's like anything that I give you is like, it should always just be about you in the end. Always. That's how you're going to get out of this thing, like the marriage thing or whatever. And that's probably like the more, like when you made the jump, you probably got more into yourself and was more open to marriage because you're like, I'm not my parents. Oh, that's really interesting. That is. Because, yeah, that's right around the time when I was like, hmm, I think I would like to get married. Yeah, that sounds like, nice. Yeah, actually. You're like, I'm not, my, I'm not my mom. I'm not my dad. I, they no. would never have done this decision. I'm right. not them. So maybe maybe I'm a different my, breed of human and I can handle this. My parents are definitely not like risk takers. And not that it was really, because it wasn't like I was like, I'm going to go start a band. Like Kendall was very well established. Like this thing mm-hmm. was already proven to be successful. So I kind of had like a a landing. A landing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and so I, that's what made me feel more comfortable. Take, and also like I was like, okay, well, what's the worst that can happen? It doesn't work out. Then I go use my master's degree in the more traditional sense or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah see, so it wasn't in the end. You're like, was there even really a choice? You were always going to try this for the... Totally. Yeah. No, I always like... That's the thing with Gemini too. Head. The choice is an illusion. But while you're in the middle of making a choice, it feels like life or death. Oh, yeah. But there was totally. never a choice to begin with. You always knew what you wanted. That's so interesting. So going with what you want, uh-huh. I think, is your mm-hmm. lesson versus going about... What I'm supposed to be doing. Like analyzing the risk and mm-hmm. trying yeah. versus following your heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah your heart. And I mean, I feel like... Well, we can get into your chart in a second, but you had to do that too with like when you started YouTube, like our family was like the fuck. <laughs> yeah. Everyone was a little like the fuck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love but like, look now it's like, hello, <laughs> you're a trailblazer. So. You are, oh my gosh. you are OG and trail and fucking everybody does true crime now. True. Yeah, that. It's crazy. It's true that. It's no the one only was doing it back then. No. It's so weird. I thought it was going to, when I first did it, I was like, people are going to think this is super weird. Mm-mm. And they love it. They it up. And then it's like everywhere and everything. I know. I didn't even call it true crime. I didn't know that was a name for it. Oh, yeah. It's and like then missing persons cases. Where is? Wow. We did like a where is series for a while. Yeah. And you're so good at that, too, because you just have this. You're so calm and kind and natural. Like, I couldn't do that because I'd be like, when the fucking bitch just fucking sleep, like, slice this girl's throat and she was like can you imagine i'd be like fuck you but you know like i, I would be able to do I it off camera <laughs> you're so calm because i like watch you say stuff and i'm like i would also be bawling my eyes out too like i'm so emotional i'd be like crying i'd be going from like anger to crying mm, to yeah. like numbness like yeah yep. i can't imagine yeah well you, and it, i feel yeah. like this is highly stressful oh it can be yeah yeah for sure you can get into like your dreams and yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. No. But I, I mean, I think I've gotten better at putting up a wall. But anyway, I'm really interested in Janelle. Oh. <laughs> I was like, "What's talking about me yet?" <laughs> okay. Okay. Not yet. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, that is what you're saying makes a lot of sense. It really does. A lot of sense. 
it's cool. I actually like I'm looking at your tarot. It's very it's very cool. There's a lot of very strong creative energy into it. And I also can see why you got your masters like that you have um, Taurus and Scorpio intercepted in your ninth and your third. And you also have your south node in your north node. And what that means to me is that the ninth is like going to university and in your past life energy uh-huh. or like in who you've always thought you should be. You want to improve your intelligence. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. And going to get your master's would yep. do that. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And you've done it. But then at the same time, it's like, OK, you've done it so many times in different past lives and different lifetimes. In this lifetime now, you've done it and you're bored of it. Because you're like, it proved something, but not enough. It almost reminds me of like yeah. Frodo at the end of Lord of the Rings. I don't know if you no, my, those, okay, yeah. I was gonna say but she's Frodo, married to the biggest when, Lord of the Rings fan in the oh, world. Oh, really? Okay, I want to talk to him later. We, oh, we hang yeah, out for sure. We love it. I can love Lord of the Rings. I think like, more than anything. Okay, good. She can only talk about it. I'm starting to get like sweaty. Yeah, I don't know shit about Lord of the Rings. Frodo, who? Yeah. Okay, so Frodo though at the end he, he goes Frodo-y. back to the, the yeah he goes back to the Shire and he's tra- after everything and he's trying to like he's basically goes back to the South Node energy and he's like trying to make his life there and he can't and he tells sam like the shire we we went on this trip we saved the shire and mm-hmm. it's been saved but not mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. not for me i need to go do something else like mm-hmm. that's the big thing and when you're talking i'm like that's what it is it's like i did this journey i went and i got my master's this is the one that i knew that i had to do the one that was meant for me and i saved i saved myself with this i saved my hometown basically this is what i've always felt with my yeah. hometown like what i was meant to do yeah and then you but it's not saved not for me and then you're like what do i do now you like go on another journey like go into the unknown and in lord of the rings they go mm-hmm. into the the white shores they're calling yep. oh shit yeah maybe and- i should watch it just kidding <laughs> yeah. it's way too long i'll never watch it <laughs> she doesn't have much oh my God. i'm having i despise movies yeah, does me- that have anything to do with my chart? you just gave me all of your anxiety <laughs> sorry <laughs> you just not watch lord of the rings <laughs> <laughs> how could you just not sit there and watch like the extended like editions like all in a row in Absolutely. one day yeah, i've gone to the theater and done Me 12 too. hours straight i did that too and w- return the fun. king yep. um yep right around that I did time it three times like 2014 yeah. something like that oh, that's yeah. a lot of commitment good for you guys yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of watch time oh my gosh but it's so worth it and then it's, it's like magical story it's magical and mm-hmm. all the endings in the return of the king are important because you think it's going to be over and then there's another ending and you're like, thank God. Yeah. Thank God there's another ending because I wasn't ready to give up yet. But then when the real ending happens, you're like, fuck. It's devastating. It's devastating. It is yep. devastating. It really is. And then you have to Shit. do it again. Yeah. Yep. No, I won't be. I won't be tuning in. You kind of are Frodo. Wow. You <laughs> are Frodo. Frodo. Frodo vibes. Yeah. She's my Frodo. And that's I'm just really Sam. Sweet. You're Sam. Oh, mm-hmm. that's really sweet. I don't know what the fuck that means, but I'll take it. It's I just cute. eat potatoes and watch her. <laughs> I don't think that's what you do, Kendall. I think you're selling yourself a little short. I think I'm just saying, not getting the vibe. You don't even like potatoes. You're very, you can be Frodo-y. For sure. Okay. Maybe, I think you're a little I don't more. Like potatoes. Kendall, you're a little more Aragorn-y. Mm. You got the, you're the, you're the king you. of the castle. Damn. Thank you. And you got the pretty eyes, too. Be, oh, he's hot. He is. Damn. Legolas is hotter, though. Yeah, I mean they're all hot. well. Like that's my my view. I don't want to shove my viewpoint down. Orlando Bloom is like, oh, love him. Big yeah. fan of Orlando. What about with like elf ears and blue eyes and long blonde hair? Ooh, riding on a stone. Here, let's just look at elf ears. <laughs> I don't know anyone in real life. But this that. podcast is taking interesting. <laughs> I'm really sorry. If I can talk about Lord of the Rings, I will. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so, oh my god! Like it, he's really good with a bow and arrow. And I mean, he's it's oh, hot. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. he stands up sure. real straight and he says stuff like, mm-hmm. The red sun rises, blood has been spilled this night. Okay. 
God, my husband is going to need to talk to you. I was going to say, should we bring Josh? <laughs> yeah, he he like, we don't have to talk about Lord of the Rings anymore. He doesn't make any, he can walk on top of snow. He doesn't make any footprints. He leaves them. He's very like light like on an his angel. Feet. He's like an angel. And this is Kendall? <laughs> no, this is the best lady. No, this, she's Aragorn. Oh, okay. He's the king. But she said he was hot. And then I, I got nervous and started talking about Legolas. Gotcha. Because he's the hottest to me. Oh. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm completely fucking lost. So I want to know about her and yeah, what's like. So we can look at this is Mr. Called John Sinistry. Mr. John Sinistry. Okay, so can you explain a little bit what Sinistry is for yes. people who have never heard of that? Yes. Okay, so if you take what I just read for Janelle, mm-hmm. that's her chart, and then say I read um, John, right? Mm-hmm. If I read John's chart, I can actually take those two charts and I can line it up next to each other where all the signs are in the same place. The planets have changed and the rising sign has changed. And then you can see where they line up and if they are compatible with each other. That's like, interesting. So you can see where you have tension, where you have issues, um, where things are really nice and flowy, where things might get a little manipulative, hmm. where there might be deal breakers. Interesting. Stuff like that. Would you so- rather go into my chart first and then do both of our... Sinistry, it depends. We could do your sinistry if we want to. Yeah, we can take a little break. Yeah, jeez. Let just, me breathe for a second. Yeah, you yeah, you get Frodo to, to process. Frodo, you got to go back to the Shire, just take a nap, and then you can go can after the White yeah. Shores. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I need to take a nap. All right, let's focus on Kendall. Okay, such a cool moment for me. You don't understand. Alyssa oh Sharp is reading my chart. Like Ooh, this rhymes is even. so oh, full different. circle. It is. You have no idea. I'm like really excited to just like be here because I've I've wanted to be around you for years now like we oh were try- i want to be try- around you oh my god <laughs> we just become so best cool. friends I'm so excited Aww. that you're here i'm like really excited too it's really weird for me too because i remember like showing her your like videos from her chart and being like you gotta hear Alyssa." like and then now i'm sitting here watching you <laughs> no it is like a trip it's really you're weird. like talking about it feels our charts. Charts. really yeah. right it does it feels very comfortable the this way is very you comfortable. explain things is so like i could literally listen to you Talk about me for you. <laughs> yeah, like, everything you say is so poetic and like thoughtful. Oh my god, thank you. It's yes, beautiful. Yes, I love I love poetry. Actually, it's so I like I got nervous and I <laughs> you guys keep making me nervous. I get nervous around compliments. I'm really working on it. Um, I do too. You do. Yeah, is that a yeah. Libra thing? It's it's a, because one of my best friends is a Libra, and if I compliment her, she's like turns red and is like. Eh. Yeah, I sometimes I'm like, okay, like I'm so glad my hair is long so I can go into my home. Yeah, that's nice. I need that. Yeah. And you can just like really hide behind that. <laughs> I'm a Libra rising. You are. Yeah. So this is a Libra. Well, there's like Libra wants to give and you can get really stuck in that energy of giving and you never receive. And so you lose balance and equilibrium. And I lost a lot of balance recently because I was just giving, 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 and wasn't receiving. Mm. So much so that I couldn't even, like, hold down food. Like, it, it hit my body in a weird oh, wow. way. Like, mm. I would eat food and I'd have to throw it up because I couldn't digest it. Yeah. Mm. Because it's as above, so below. Like, if I'm not, if I'm going on for such a long time, not allowing myself to be receptive, I will block everything from going in. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Before oh. we get into kendall's channel let's think our sponsors my chart her channel wow <laughs> under her chart oh yeah talk about your channel yes. yes let's thank our sponsors and we will be right back so your chart okay when i look at your chart i there, there was this like word that i got from it and it's such a weird word and i don't know why i decided mm-hmm. that i was going to say it but <laughs> it's not even a word it's a phrase your chart it needs <laughs> i don't want to say it now say it was it, it was okay. so much easier not saying it on a podcast because I don't want it to make you 
Sorry. Okay. okay. Your chart needs lubrication. Okay. <laughs> she's, that's a fine she's word. Dry. <laughs> Not I don't know. Me. I just said it. It was like that makes sense. Yeah, because it's like it's um, okay. You can get it, um, but it's like consistently you are like a rock. Like you are. You know, it's, have you ever heard that song by Coldplay called Green Eyes? Oh, yeah. Honey, you were a rock. Of Love course, you have green yes. eyes. You That's your you song. Love a rock. Yeah, that is Upon, my song. It's my song, too. So that's it's good. It's our song. It's our song together. <laughs> Upon which I yep. stand. Yep. Come here. Every time talk. I go to the chiropractor, that song is on. Really? Oh, really? Yeah, I like oh, to change something alignment to it. with yourself. Because chiropractor. Whoa. Boom. There yeah. it is. It's beautiful. Green eyes. Um, I, my friend used it. Like, I always told her it was going to be my wedding song. And she used it in her wedding. And I was Ooh. like, at her wedding, like. Wait, wait, what's happening to me? Oh like, I was like, did gosh. did I just lose my last form of romantic Aww. love expectation? I, that, that, is, was, that was my, that, that was cold my. cold hearted. Yeah, it's okay. Because life keeps going on. You keep moving forward. And then you start to realize that just because you lost those things doesn't mean they're taken from you. Or just like realistically, if you choose, yeah. like, that's, I think, a Libra energy too. It's like, you took that from me. Now I don't have it. No, you can recreate it mm, that's we really can both have the song like my friend can have the song i can have the song it like won't totally. matter it's not about it's copying yeah we all live in our own universe mm-hmm. and you can have and just because something was taken from you you can still give yourself something back you know like you don't have to just yeah. oh it's like i think even there's a control freaker control mechanism of so much was taken that now I'm just going to give it to you before you have the chance to take it because that feels better. Yeah. And then you're like, someone's giving you something and you're like, I don't know what to do with this because you're so far gone. That's mm. probably like where my Libra energy mm. went. But I've been I've been good at receiving re- more recently. Good. Working on it. This is like, I feel very receptive to this. I love this. Oh, I really? love like I- sitting with you guys. It's really nice. Mm. And walking in, it was so nice. I felt, I felt a lot of like beautiful energy around oh. Oh, that's, that's so cool to hear. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, wow. You're our first guest, so I'm glad I'm that like, you feel good. So here. complimented that I'm your first guest. Yeah, you are the. Who else would we have? No, literally, I don't know. You're top of my Barbara list. Walters. Barbara. <laughs> Barbara. I was thinking about the view. <laughs> no, didn't Barbara Maybe do something this year? Is that it, would be yeah, she canceled. Did she die? I don't know. She, I don't know. I don't know. What I can't remember. Her. I think there was something we were pissed at her oh, about. Oh, wasn't it? Um, with Whoopi. Oh, with Britney, Britney Spears. Yep. She did some. She said some fucked up shit. Yeah, we like it resurfaced. Yep. Like that old um interview that she was like making fun of. Was our... it? Di- it was a Diane Sawyer. Oh, never oh, mind. Fuck. Wait, Different right. bitch. We're getting Diana. confused. Thank God someone's here. That knows. It's all right. <laughs> I just am like really into pop culture. Actually, maybe Barbara didn't do anything. Maybe she did. God bless Barbara. Barbara. Anyway, <laughs> she invented the view. That's all I know. And she did. And you could have the view. God bless but Barbara. I actually did. Yeah. No hate to Barbara. No hate to Barbara. Sorry, we take it all Delete back. All okay, that. back to lubrication. <laughs> oh yeah, lubrication. Okay, no. So you're rock. Okay. Upon which I stand. I come okay. here to talk. Thank you. Okay. Anyway, you and you're also a new Taurus. You have so much, like it's just hard rock energy. Like that's what I see. And oh, it's so funny because we were watching um, The Never Ending Story, but we stopped Nina the Rock Man and in Never Ending Story. Did you ever see that? Mm-hmm. Never heard Okay, of it. but he's this big rock man and he, something that always sticks with me from the movie even childhood, even though I haven't seen it for 25 years. He says like, he's holding on to these people and they, spoiler, they, <laughs> he loses them. And he, he's standing there and he just keeps saying like, these look like big, strong hands, don't they? They look like big, strong hands, but I couldn't hold on to them. And when I'm looking at your chart, like I just feel like you have this like strong rock energy. You can hold on to things. You know you're strong, and then every once in a while, like you're like I couldn't hold on to that. Like why couldn't I? Sorry if this is getting like like no, that's very 
and that really yeah and you just because it's not everything's for you to be the rock for oh something gives me chills wow that makes me like emotional yeah it's making me emotional too wow no it's good thank you really interesting this is like therapy for me (laughs) that's what this is kind of this astrology reading um Actually, I was thinking, you guys, you both would be looking at your charts, be very good at astrology. That's why you were so into it. You just were like, oh, I I couldn't, you know, read somebody's chart. The more you do it, yeah, you guys would just find your, like, intuitive just flow with it. Because wow. you have natural, like, skills that I can Ooh, see in your chart. That's our next cool. podcast. Our next venture. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so the lubrication thing, though, is, like, you just need, like... I mean, realistically, drinking water, but like being around water, like those kind of things, but also like somebody to like butter you up all the time and like mm-hmm. make sure you know. And that whole receptive giving thing, like you're a giver because you give people that rock to stand on, but it's like, do you receive? Are you receiving as much as you're giving out? And especially because you're going to have a baby, you're going to be very, very depleted. Yeah. And that's what happened to me. I had, I had very bad postpartum depression because I had been giving so much up to that point. And then all of a sudden you have a baby and you can't take anything from a baby. You got to give. So you just keep giving and giving. And then pretty soon you don't even know that like you have your shell of a human and nobody's refilling you. So you have to sit and try to refill yourself. And then that you kind of get resentful for that too, because you're like, I'm giving to people. Why is no one else? Why am I? I'm giving to people and now I'm giving to myself. Where is that other connective person that is giving to me that is filling me up that is making sure that i'm okay Mm. and um so that's just a big thing that you're you're really actually you're heading into too because you're going through your saturn return and your saturn's in the fifth house of children yeah your baby's gonna have the same saturn as you my babies have the same saturn as me too oh really yes that's interesting it is. It's Tell us more very about, like, karmic. Explain that to the people who don't understand. Okay, like so me. Saturn is karma. Like we could say at that. So you have the same Saturn as your babies. You're kind of passing on your karma to them, mm-hmm. um, and you can choose to help them break the karmic cycles that you had on you. Because as much as we want to love our kids and be perfect parents, we're not going to be. And there's things that are kind of out of our control. It's kind of like my kids, and because they have the same Saturn as me, and the Saturn issues that I've had to go through, I. I started to have like visions of things happening to my daughter that I went through, that my mother went through, that her mother went through. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how do I get out of this? And I really had to like pray about it. <laughs> like just like really get into the spiritual energy of it. Cause I'm yeah. like, why am I having this? I'm like, because yeah. am I not doing enough? And it wasn't like, you're not doing en- enough. You're doing too much. You're going the wrong way. You're, you're not in alignment with the better truth for your feminine line here. Like, so you're passing down this karma to your daughter unintentionally because you're not breaking the chains. Mm-hmm. And if you can break these chains, then you can be a better mother to your daughter and she won't have to deal with this. She will be free and her Saturn, her karmic issues will be a lot. They'll be a lot more free flowing. Um, and that's what I want to give to her. So that's what I'm like actively trying to do. Mm-hmm. And so having your Saturn in the fifth in Aquarius, like, there, there's something that you're going to break for her and you will like, I just like, I can guarantee like you, you're going to break it for her. You're not, you're not going to let this stick. And you might find in a couple years that you like, you've done all these things and you've given to her and everything's you've done what you can do. And you're just like, why is it still here? Why can I feel these karmic chains? Why am I experiencing my 
my mother? Like, why am I experiencing something like I'm deja vu in some way or like yeah. a repeat of a cycle? Why is that here? Mm-hmm. And then you'll be like, now I know, I know what that is and I'll fix it and you'll fix it. Like, you don't have to think about that now. You don't have to control that now. Like right now you need to take care of your yourself because once your baby comes out, you're gonna be taking care of your baby. Right. So the most important thing is you in yeah. the world. And that's hard for a Libra rising. Yeah, that is. <laughs> but it is. That's your, sh- your shadow self is Aries, which means that self, your shadow self is taking care of yourself. When you get into the seventh house energy, it's your relational energy. We want our spouse, our relationship, our boyfriend, girlfriend to pick up our shadow self for us. Yeah. To mirror that back. And they should. And they should help us with that. But sometimes they don't really know what they're doing or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, it does belong to us to do the best we can with it. And when yours is Aries and you actually have Mars on your midheaven, which this defines your entire like your glory, your destiny, your purpose on Earth, is that you <laughs> coming into your full self and really taking care of yourself will give you the most success in life. Mm-hmm. But you don't even realize that because when you're a kid, our seventh house is oftentimes the house that our parents tell us is the weakest or the worst or not as valuable. Um, like I have Virgo seventh house, which Virgo, you have a Virgo first house. And so that would mean that Virgo in your first house, you take a lot of pride in your organizational skills or like at least the way that you can control things. You're perfectionist about certain things, totally. your appearance, like the way you look, like um, the what things are around you, what kind of food you put into your body. All those things are very important to you um, and your work ethic and your intelligence and your analyzing your analytical abilities and your ability to pick up and be perceptive about things. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So I got Virgo in the seventh house, which is that, um, I was told like I was lazy all the time if I wanted to take a nap or like, so I was like always running on empty or I would pick up like all the work in the world and it would never be enough. And I still would be like, oh, you fucking suck, Alyssa. Like you're, you're the worst. Like you can't, you can't do anything. It, it would turn all that Virgo energy that I could have had pride into. And it turned it into like, this is the worst possible thing that you could do. You're never going to be good here. So you should have somebody else in your life pick up the pieces, which is then you go look for a relationship to pick up those pieces and you find another mm-hmm. toxic one because you haven't cleared out your own toxicity and your own lies that you tell yourself. So when it's Aries, it's very difficult because it's like, kind of, you're not supposed to be yourself. You're not supposed to take care of yourself. You're not supposed to have any identity outside of the family unit or the relationship or whatever. You need to be you. I mean, you need to not be you because you suck. Like you talking about you, if you went on, um, and this is what a beautiful thing is, your channel proved that if you can just go on and talk about nonsense and do your makeup, you could turn that into a fucking empire because, and it did, because you have an Aries ruled by Mars on your midheaven. So you kind of deciding, I'm going to be me a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to kind of talk about things that are going on in my life. You pulled people to you and you didn't even realize because that was your, your shadow aspect that you normally would want to avoid, but you brought yeah. it in. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's like it, we, we tend to, we do it. But we're never necessarily proud of it when we do it. We always dismiss yeah. it. <laughs> yes. Hence us hiding it for yeah. a yeah. while. And it was very out of character for me. Like, I still can't believe that there was ever a day that I picked up the camera and started doing this. It's yeah. like shocking to me. I'm like, who was that person that day that did that? It was your child self. It was your inner child. She just picked it up and was like, I'm mm. going to do this because I know how to be myself. Yep. If there's anything I know, it's me. Yeah. And that's what we put in the shadows. We hide our, we hide our inner child in the shadows. Yeah, it really was... My inner child. I used to make so many like home videos. Oh, and I was yeah. like my whole life totally. was like, directing people in these little movies. Yeah, and that. 
yeah, I kind of like abandoned it for years in high school. I mean, we all kind of like shove our childhood self down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because that's so embarrassing and lame. Yeah. Never going to be cool. Exactly. Never going to get asked to prom. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I was, yeah. So I kind of like rediscovered it and it was, yeah, the best thing I ever did. Yeah. And it changed your life. It did. did. And then now you're in a position where you have created something. You are a very strong, successful rock for people to stand on. So are you getting fed is your big question that you're going through right now. Because once you start getting, once you start getting fed, like really just like, and where you can, where you can take it in. Oh, it's four, four, four right now too. Like that's a, that's a master. This building number. That's really weird. Yeah. That just fits my whole like internal thinking lately. It really like, does. That's, I mean, it's like, I mean, I hate that you're in that place, but at the same time, but it's, it's like, like a, it's kind of a blessing to be in that place and some ways i guess i don't know it is you know what it's a turning point um mm-hmm. it's kind of like we're all sitting here even nicole's gonna be on later we're all like heading into the unknown there's a big shift in yeah. energy like and you can go back to the way things always were and they did work for you and you could go do it mm-hmm. or you could just really decide to change something and grow into a new complete person yeah and i think we're all kind of being met with that right now hmm. because there is like as successful as you can be, there's always like a desire for more. And we were mm-hmm. discussing this, mm-hmm. like, do you ever lose that desire for more? You don't, but you need to be content with where you're at too. And when everything around you is not feeding you or it's not like building into you or it's not progressing you anyway, you're not, you're not happy. You're not emotionally safe. Like you, mm-hmm. you can't explain all your emotions because you know, if you tell someone close to your emotions, they might, not react well so you just kind of hold them in or maybe hmm. you're afraid that they won't react well all the, those kind of things ruin your right now they kill your your life because this is your life right now like this moment in time is your life not tomorrow not yesterday you're living today and right. then the rest of it is just an illusion right mm-hmm. so if you're right now if you're in a position where you're not getting something from it in any way shape or form it's a waste and if you allow that to drag on, then it's a waste of a longer period of time. And I think people are kind of unconsciously waking up to that. There's this um, show on HBO Max called Station Eleven. And one of the lines is like, I don't want to live the wrong life and then die. Mm. Ooh. Yeah, that like hit me. Because I was like, yeah. E. You can. How do you ensure that that doesn't happen, though? I feel like you can't. Or what is what is the wrong life? The wrong life versus yeah, I guess it's it's just what you what you personally can view about yourself when you wake up and you look at yourself. Are you content? Are you happy? Are you feeling love? Does your heart like is your heart on fire like yeah. burning for love? Like are uh-huh. you are you believing in the things that you're doing? Sure. As mm-hmm. soon as that goes away, then it's kind of time to look at it and be like, why? Mm-hmm. What did I used to have here that put passion into my life that is now gone? Like, I, I had to think about that when I started astrology. I really liked it. And I was very, very bogged down by it. And so I quit for two years. And I wasn't happy those two years either. And I just wasn't happy when I came back. <laughs> I wasn't happy at all. However, <laughs> I was realizing which things in my life were making me unhappy. And I realized it was my direct source of happiness that I chose to marry me. That that mm-hmm. was the problem. Mm-hmm. That that every day that I was living was the problem. Mm-hmm. And I like... I broke it down for 
years, like five, four, it's been four years of just really trying to take out every little, was it bad friends? Is it family? Sure. Is it like my job? Is it the thing I'm doing? Is it astrology? Is astrology room? I was trying all these things because I knew something was wrong. Right. And I realized that it just comes down to who is directly in your life and are they giving to you as much as you're giving to them? And if they're not, would you be better off on your own giving to yourself? And did you ever even give yourself that option? Or were you so busy feeling like you were an incomplete person that needed somebody else to complete you? Kendall is a savior. Like she wants to save, like throws out a life vest for everyone. <laughs> it's true. It's so true. And it's beautiful. Like these are, everyone is your friend. I love it. And you're so like giving no, and beautiful yeah. and supportive. Yeah. It's, but I could see how that's also like, well, where's my life vest? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> you're the rock on which everyone stands. And <laughs> the rock. you are the rock. Like you just are. And you can't, you can't save everybody. No. And even like your true crime, like it was everything that you've done, like making yeah. a big difference. And is that enough? Honestly, like in your everyday life, does that feed you? enough to make you feel like I'm on the right track. And if that is, then you know you're on the right track. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if you get to a point where you're like, I'm so tired and I hate everything and this isn't meaning <laughs> the same thing to me anymore. Mm -hmm. I hate everything. <laughs> I always get to a point where I'm like, I hate everything, but I'm just, <laughs> I just hate everything. <laughs> I don't know. Like it's just everything. I really love Starbucks. I've been starting to be like, what are the things that I do like, you know? Yeah. What are you, what's Starbucks? That's nice. I really like it. It's really nice. Mm -hmm. um, I love water. I love this water <laughs> bottle I got from Starbucks. Oh my God. I'm That's a beautiful water bottle. Isn't it? It's gorgeous. Mermaidies. Mm -hmm. Very Shiny. Pisces rising. Yeah. Very Pisces rising. <laughs> mm. I really love my hair right now. I'm like into it. So Your I'm trying to... It's got some gorgeous good hair. Thank you guys. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> I mean, no, thank you. I'm taking <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, those are my little things of like being, being grateful for little things. You're like, wink is not... Yeah. I, I feel like more ambitious people too tend to hate more things as well. That's mm -hmm. what feeds fuels your fire like i hate that this is happening i hate this injustice i hate this stupid yeah, thing I hate if i can put too yeah if i can put myself into a position where i can help these things yeah like for me i hated the way that um well the the women were treated in church i hated that i hate the way that women are treated all over the place i mm -hmm. hate that like things that women are really good at um are treated like they're stupid mm-hmm and astrology was one of them. Mm -hmm. And so maybe I didn't really consciously know what I was doing back in the day, but mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going to make astrology cool. And I don't care if people yeah. are making fun of me because they're making fun of me no matter what I do. Totally. I could like be a server in a restaurant. People would make fun of me the way that I was a server in a restaurant. Right. Like, I don't know. Like I just, those are my vibes. And I'm like, but I don't care about those. I, yeah. I have a reason to live, like to go after something. And part of me now has been like, okay, pop astrology is huge now. Everyone's and people know. It, it's just going to get bigger. It's it, the fire has been lit. Yeah. It's like it's all over TikTok, all over YouTube. Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't matter if my shit was the blueprint or not. Like it doesn't like and I know that it was and that's personal to me. But it's like like huh. what other piece of the puzzle do I go into? And yeah, so right. that's the crossroads and that's an unknown energy because mm -hmm. I could stay in it, which I can and I will until I can jump, you know, like safely. Yeah. Um, but it's, you, you You just have to like, you really have to know yourself, engage yourself to know when it's time to move on mm. from these things. Because I think like in general too, like I was holding on to for a while, 
that I was the first pop astrologer, that nobody was doing it differently than me. And I wish that people came into astrology and did it their own way and didn't just take what I did. I wish they spoke on it in a new way, the way I spoke on it in a new way. But it's like maybe it never needed that. Mm-hmm. And maybe me holding on to that is holding me back from something much better. So mm-hmm. I'm going to let go of that. I'm going to yeah. give it up. Right. And I'm going to figure out the next part. And that might not include that. And that's okay. You shook me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like kind of blown away that the things you're saying are just so aligned with every like a lot of my mind right now. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, it's not crazy. It's cool. Your Jupiter is on my um, sun too. So maybe just bringing out this in me. Mm. Wow. You also yeah. have the same moon. But it, yeah, because it's I'm just talking and, I'll, and I'm really enjoying talking because my stream of thoughts is speaking to my own brain right now too. It's, it's like <laughs> speaking my own, my what? thoughts are coming out through your mouth and it's it's so weird. I mean, yeah, this is, in a lot of ways I can be, um, yeah, like you said, the savior, mm-hmm. trying, trying trying to save, to save everyone, everyone and then end up like leaving myself mm-hmm. to not be saved. Yeah, and <laughs> I think there's, so much happiness that I have received through helping people in my life until I didn't. Yeah. That's the thing. That's mm-hmm. just where I would be like, yeah, go on forever. Like go on until you can't. But when you yeah. can't recognize that you can't anymore. Yeah. I think that's in something that both of her and I have had to learn, like, especially over the past few years of like trying to save these people that are so close to us. And then when they, I, cause I think you kind of can agree with me in the sense of like, when they don't do what we think they should do. Yeah. It's hard to mm-hmm. be like, okay, well, this is their own journey. This is yeah. their own life path. And we have to respect that. Yeah. yeah. And it can kind of be self-destructive in a way where right. it, like you can't work harder at that person's life than they're willing to work. Oh, yeah. Exactly. So yeah. that that's beautiful too. Cause that's, I do that all the time as well. Right. Right. Do you find that a lot of people who are really, a lot of astrologists, are they into, like, are they control freaks as well? Yeah. And is they, that why they're into it? Because it makes makes sense that helps them make sense of the chaos yes it does and it's like okay now i can oh today is this like it's funny because i've never really been like a oh today mars is on my son that's that's yeah. why like i'm i'm not sure i've never been very transity like i know the transits but i've never used them to explain and yeah. the only reason is, is because i've always been more like people personified like if there's somebody coming at me i can be like oh yeah, maybe because Mars is on my son and this person is acting like Mars to me right now. Yeah. But it's always about like the people and I don't need to look at transits to know how I'm going to like handle these people. Mm-hmm. However, I definitely utilized astrology back in the day. I mean, and to learn about people so that I could control my reaction to them sure. or control mm-hmm. them through sure. it. Yeah. And I do think that a lot of control freaks now, and that's why I brought it up, do use transits to control things. Because I'm like, I never did it that yeah. way, but I definitely did the sign like, but people get very, very into transits and let them really rule their life because then Which they have control over transits it. are what's but, currently happening. Yeah, what's currently happening. So the stars around us right now are dictating certain things. And that's how you can predict the future. If you can read transits in the future, you can see this is going to happen in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, which knowing the future is a part of progression of society and growth. Because I feel like the world is very destructive right now. And... Mm-hmm. It kind of seems like we're just going to shit a little bit. Not gonna lie, I feel like a lot of people could agree that yeah. everything's kind of fucked right now. Is that why? Because we're in theory like opening our eyes to what truth is. You have mm-hmm. to like go through the mud. You got to go through it. 
It's kind of like you open up the gate, you open up the doors, you can't shut them. Right. So you got to keep walking. They're forward. coming in, so you yeah. might as well. Or you run back going. and hide, but right. you got to keep going. Yeah. And that's why I think too, when we can go back to like, I don't want to live the wrong life and then die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like I think right now maybe the wrong life would be different than what it was twenty years ago. Right now the wrong life is turning around and hiding under your bed. The right life would be, I'm gonna I'm gonna face all this, and before I face it, I have to face myself. I have to face my shadow side. I have to face my inner child. I have to face that shit. I have to integrate it with myself. I have to feel okay with it. I have to stop relying on my trauma triggers to save me and my defense mechanisms uh-huh, uh-huh. because those aren't going to save me in this new world. Uh-huh. I need to clear my heart. I need to fully go after like the things that my heart wants the most. Sure. Because if everybody went after what their heart wanted the most, which is technically your sun sign. Right. So like for a Libra heart, what do I want the most? I want like a loving romantic like relationship, someone to hold my hand and what walk Taurus through life with want me. The most? Taurus wants stability and not to have to work so hard for every dollar that comes into your bank account and to have relaxation and to feed yourself. What does Leo want? Leo is the heart. Leo wants to be um, royalty. And for people to know that you do have genius and you're on God's side and that you do have a lot of love to give and that you are above. There's like a there's a need to be above and it's not an ego problem because you want people to look at you and listen to you because you know you have the right things to say. Interesting. And the Leo also wants to create though too. It's like creative. Like it's very fertile energy. Like I want to be this creative type. Like I want to be good at a lot of different things. And I want people to recognize that in me as well. So those little things. And every sign has what they're like a cancer really just wants like a home and emotional security and emotional stability. Sure. What does Virgo want? Virgo. Virgo wants that um, the perfection and the details and that things are going right. And so Virgo, well, you have your rising in Virgo. So it's like Virgo wants things to be clean. They want things to be functional. And that's why when a Virgo gets into a workplace, things tend to go more smoothly because they reorganize. Huh. Um, Virgo <laughs> is actually life itself. So at this point, the only heart that's actually working is Virgo. And you can tell that. Because even when the world shuts down, we still need Virgo things like postal service. Totally. Um, what other? What uh, other liquor Virgo? stores were open. Liquor store, yeah. <laughs> Anything that's like like organizational and like no. um, toilet paper. Toilet paper, Conmari. Toilet, toilet paper. Yeah, but it is. It's like, why are we going to these basic ass? necessities of things? Huh. It's because ultimately, Virgo's always going to win out because when he gets down to it, that's what we're going to need. Right. And, um, Aries energy tends to win out too, which is because it's the one, it's the masculine energy, which is mm-hmm. dominion and man. Yeah. It always tends to win too. What about Sagittarius? Sagittarius is um, wisdom and truth. And so the Sagittarius really does desire to bring wisdom and truth to the world. That's John. If you, it's interesting too, because if you look at it, the flip side, how toxic we get in these traits too, when we're not doing the right thing, like a lot of like Sagittarius people will make up a truth in their head and then become dogmatic with it. Mm. And that's what's actually destroyed the church because the church religion falls in Sagittarius. So it's like the Sagittarius energy has obviously gone haywire in some way to create this dominion with religion to um, hurt people. Mm. And if Sagittarius though really followed their heart, then that one could be cleaned up as well, which would be Mm. like to really discover the truth first Mm -hmm 
go all the way till you find it. Go through those gates. Mm-hmm. Everyone has to go through those gates. And I think like you're like the, the Taurus energy of like, what is the next step? Not working as hard. You don't need to work so hard to bring in what you have. You've already worked as hard as you need to work. Now you need to rest, but still maintain your livelihood. So how do you do that, especially with a new baby coming in? And so you have to walk through those gates and it's going to get harder before it gets easier. You're going to have to work harder and more before you can pull back and finally be like, okay, I made it stable, but you have to align yourself with that. Right. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And so, yeah, each one, like in like Libra energy is like, I realize now what I want in a relationship, like, but I have to walk through these gates of like, it's okay to be alone, you know, it's okay to just look that one. I didn't like, I didn't like saying that out loud. (laughs) I was like, that sucked. (laughs) But you have to be okay with that. You have to like totally honor that within yourself and walk through it and know that you might have to work harder on your own to really align yourself with your true purpose before you can meet that other side. So interesting. Yeah. And so we all have, we're all, I think we're just trying to figure that out. How do we gain it all on our own? Even if it's hard, knowing what we know, but we're following our heart and that's what our heart wants is our sun sign. And that's why sun sign astrology gets a lot of shit. And it does because it is the most basic, Mm -hmm. but it's also like learning about your sun sign feeds your ego because the sun is, the heart is also the ego when Mm -hmm. it's broken. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so we feed the ego and that's what sells. However, if you really looked at it and you're just like, I could realign my heart to this sign to really admit that this is what I want. Yeah. Because I think we don't even admit it. I'm like, oh, I'm like that. But that's not really what I want. No, your heart wants that like more than anything. And if there's something Mm -hmm. holding it up, you got to figure out what's holding you up from that. And that's why like a lot of people will say Leo energy is really malefic. Like it's it's a lot of people meet Leos and they don't. They don't know why they're so backstabbed by them. Sorry, you're Leo, but it's just like the energy of that. And it's because Leo is the heart completely. So Leos tend to be like, why are you not worshiping me? Fuck you. I'm going to destroy you now. <laughs> and they're like, and you're like, wait, wait, all I did was say hi. <laughs> like, I just didn't say hi. I love you. I'm, oh, my God. Like, I did your biggest fan. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. So it's just like it becomes it's different for every sun sign, like what trips them up. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And, you know, okay. that's the thing. But it's what your heart, your heart's going after. So everyone should learn about their sun sign and figure out what that means. And they should be like, what part of my heart really feels like that's valuable? And go after that and chase after it. And maybe get off the internet, except for looking up your sign <laughs> yeah. and watching my videos. But like, <laughs> get off the internet and like stop killing people on the internet because yeah. you really are adding to the noise. Totally. Yeah. You're not changing people's views. When people troll me and they're like, you're an idiot, Alyssa. You should never do astrology. I will still be here. Right. Yeah. I'm not. You can't. My dad doesn't like me. Like your voice doesn't like mean anything. <laughs> That's a joke I've told before. But <laughs> it's true, though. Like if you're like I, my dad's like, you're you shouldn't be doing this. This is awful. Mm-hmm. OK, well, here I am. Here yeah. I am. Yeah. And that yeah. hurts the worst. The troll on the Internet is. It's just like, come on, shut mm-hmm. the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they think they're doing something. Oh, they do. They do. It's pretty and, funny. It is. And so it's like, yeah, maybe add that to it too. It's like, can you, can we like laugh, like bring some form of joy back to what this is? Wow. Yeah. Oh that God. was so much taken. Shit. So, I seriously forgot we were podcasting for a second there. <laughs> and I'm like feeling like I'm just watching your no, videos. No, literally, I feel like I'm like, just, well, like, like, I'm like you're just YouTubing to me. It's amazing. Okay. You can't, you just, it just flows off. Like you're just so you're natural. So natural. 
Thank you. Guys. You don't really, even have to like, think about it. Clearly, like, oh, meant blah, blah, blah. To and do this, this makes sense. She's like, yeah, oh yeah, it's yeah, amazing. This, thank you. I yeah. that makes me feel good. I feel like I needed that today, so I will take that in and <laughs> move it to my life. It feel, that actually like feels. Sometimes people will tell me something like, "You can do this, and this is what you should do," and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." Like I'll go home. That's good, and I walk away. I'm like, "That's nothing that to do with me. That's yeah. not it at all." But sure. like I was just like excited because they were excited. But you told me that, and that it felt like something like a small spark that was meant to grow. Mm. And I feel like sometimes people say things that it's just too much. It's too big at one time. You can't even unpack it. And it's because mm. it's wrong. Mm-hmm. But what you told me that, that that meant something and I'm going to remember it forever. And it's going to build oh, inside my heart. Sweet. I love you. Thank I'm you. so happy you're here right I'm, now. I'm super happy too. Just everything you say just resonates with me so much. And like you put it in such a clear way yeah. and you're so confident. And not in, in like an offensive, like, tur- like, oh, that turns me off. I don't want, it's like, you have this way of presenting things that's like truthful, but also still yeah. Yeah. sensitive to the fact that this people's lives you're fucking talking about. Yeah. You know what I mean? And oh, you're, thank you. Yeah. 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 That's, oh, that's, oh, that makes me feel, thank you. <laughs> yeah. You're able to like ride that line of truth. Right. But compassion. Totally. At the same time. Which is hard to do. Yeah, thank very you. hard to do. Should we talk about our men? Yeah. Should we, do we oh, have yeah. like time for this? Yeah, yeah, I think we so. do. What let's time think, is it? I have no idea. Let's think our let's last think sponsors our last for the day, and, the we'll day right back. and we'll talk about our men. I know we have gone through a lot. This is going to be a long episode, maybe <laughs> yeah. our longest ever. Yeah, maybe. But those who are down for it are down for it. And I know you guys, there's going to be a lot of you who really so enjoy. So many people have asked about astrology and we like us two are just not. No. Like well-versed enough by any means. So no. I mean, we had to wait until we had the queens. <laughs> Queen's here. Which Queen is spoke. Alyssa Uncle actually Lip. has clients. People go. You can go to her. Yeah, like, we'll, we'll have all of her information info below mm-hmm. on how you can connect with her. Mm-hmm. You help a lot of people. Yes. Okay. Tell us about your relationship. Our okay. compatibility. So this is the number one thing people want to know. Like after people are like, "What does it mean about me?" Yeah. Or like, who am I supposed to fall in love with? <laughs> and then it's like, "What is my destiny?" Yeah. It's like always love. Of course. <laughs> like first sure. comes love. That makes sense. And then comes everything else. Right. Um. And it's just weird. And actually, I want to say that I think it's really important because there's a while I would talk to people. I'd be like, stop asking me about love. Or like, I'd be like, oh, thank God you're asking me about your career because love is stupid. Like, that was, I was so like, just, and they're like, aren't you married with kids? And I'd be like, fuck everything. <laughs> and and I realized as soon as I like started to like get into like my own head and like or my own understanding of me and what I was actually doing, mm-hmm. I was just deflecting a lot mm-hmm. because love is what we are made from. Or what we want to be born from. And we want to head back into love. And the the most beautiful way of receiving love is through another person. Mm-hmm. And so having that connection to another person is like really, really beautiful. And we mm-hmm. want to make sure that we did the right way. Mm-hmm. Like the right one. Mm-hmm. The thing with synastry is, is that it can tell you a lot of things. And it can tell you like where there are problems. But it can't necessarily tell you. It can't tell you everything. And it can't tell you what your heart is there or your soul well, because I feel like there's a lot of people who, like, if you look at their charts, they wouldn't necessarily, like, those signs aren't compatible, but they're wonderful together or vice yeah. versa. Mm-hmm. Like, on paper, it should work perfectly, but it's not. And so... Yeah, it's like, um, there's some things that happen between, like, really good charts where a lot of manipulation takes place, and that has to do with the individual. Like, two people could be perfect together, but if this person can't love this person because they can't love anything, mm-hmm. then... They're just going to be manipulating that person to give to them. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have one bleeding heart and one black hole sucking from them. And that has nothing to do with their hearts together. It's because you're looking at this very damaged person who sure. hasn't done anything. Right. Um, and 
you can see a little bit of like that in your life though when you are looking at this like is this a karmic relationship are you in one of those soul-sucking relationships huh. right now because yeah. the universe does know however it's like you still have to go through it like right. you're still it's your growth right so it's like even if i were to tell you like hey this could be karmic like i'm not even going to tell anybody like i'm like okay if, if i if i see something i'm like <laughs> what parts do you want what like the good the bad like the ugly just the good all like of it. all of it yeah just lay it on me okay so josh is a scorpio rising which means his descendant is in taurus okay he's looking for a taurus to complete him you are a new moon taurus that means your moon and your sun are in taurus your sun conjuncts his descendant like he's looking for someone like you the mm. so the bad part about this that can happen is because, like I said, if you haven't integrated your shadow with the seventh house, mm. you rely on your partner to pick up the slack in that area. Mm. So since you are super Taurus, he's Taurus moon too, but it's not as close to his descendant. He can possibly rely on you too much to pick up his slack if he doesn't want to. But if he's integrated himself and he understands his own Taurus qualities are good as well, then he is even with you. He's energetically the mm. same and you're feeding into each other nicely. So it can be a really nice thing or it can be a really bad thing. Mm. Okay. Um, which you see, because it's like sun conjunct descent. It's like you you were going to be together. Like there was always that possibility in your lives because you, he wanted you. Like that's the thing. Like when he saw you, he wanted you. That's the descendant son thing. It's like that will be the mother of my children. And look at, he locked that down. <laughs> you know, like that's what he wanted. But it's like, can he does he have what it takes to keep it going because he can heal himself and also give it to you hmm. is that that's the parts you look into the rest of the chart and he has sun jupiter mercury in virgo oh my god he's so virgo he's so virgo he's very virgo -y. oh my god yeah. um and you have a lot of like beautiful <laughs> trines to that like um it trines your ic like your home life like there's a lot of like stability that you get from him. Um, he's able to analyze oh, things yeah. that you don't want to even touch. Yes. Yeah. And he can take care of those little nitty nitty. Totally. Yeah. And you're just like, this. thank God. Um, oh, yeah. Does he do your taxes? I just want. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That would be nice. That must <laughs> be nice. Mm -hmm. I fucking hate taxes. That yeah. I don't nice. do anything. Yeah. Like that. Okay. Yeah. See, so he's like, he really picks up that and you yeah. pick up this, the other part. It's actually like you pick up the money part. Like there's a. There's a big, you have a lot of abundance in your chart, a lot of money making capabilities, mm. just naturally. And in his chart, he knows what to do with money. That's <laughs> that, really accurate. So it's like, totally. <laughs> he actually, like, if he was on his own with Sagittarius in the second house, he'd be kind of like a vagabond, like roaming throughout the world, just kind of doing stuff. Like, being yeah. like, yeah, he could take $10 and make it last two weeks, like, and he would just yeah. be fine. And you kind of are like, well, that's <laughs> like that's, we're not doing that. He's yeah. like, okay, so he's able to roll with you, okay. and that's kind of something you see there. He's because anybody who would be willing to just roll with that can roll with somebody who's also doing something else. Because this is also an adventure. He's just mm -hmm. looking for that adventure. Money is not as important to him as the adventure is. Is mm. what it is. Interesting, and that's really true. You have Scorpio in the second, so money is actually it's. <laughs> Money is the anthem to success. Because that's quoting Lana Del Rey. <laughs> um, so, so it's important to you. So that's also something because you're so a Taurus. He's a Taurus moon. He does see that completion with you. Like this might be something that I should invest in. You know, mm -hmm. and I, I, 
I'm getting a lot of energy like for him. He looks at you as like this long term investment, which isn't yeah. <laughs> fully romantic because it's the Virgo energy and stuff. Mm-hmm. But he does have romance in him. He does. He does. And he's got a Leo Midheaven. He wants to express his romance on a public scale. But Chiron's there. I don't want to call him out. But like um, Chiron and Leo can make you feel like you don't have it in you to be like romantic, to be creative, to put your heart out there. And that is what his goal in life is to do. So he will be a late bloomer in being able to express himself in certain mm-hmm. ways mm-hmm. that he's still learning how even now. Yeah. In this way, you have like a wound, but his is a very public scale like wound and something much more like giving to you. And yours is like, you really didn't have a choice. You had to face your wound. That's that's what's happening mm. here. And he sees that and he's and you're not necessarily you're you're sweet with them because you're not going to force him to face the wound in a fast way. Yeah. But you will force him to face the wound and you have. Like that, yeah. you have to express yourself. You have to put yourself out. You, because you knew you're like, yeah, I just unconsciously went into it. <laughs> yeah, and he doesn't have that option, so you kind of lead him along. Hmm. And that, like, all that, that is makes a lot of sense. All that's really important for growth because relationships, on top of love, like you have to have the love there because you're you're put together to grow mm-hmm. and to become better and to become bigger and to add something to each other's lives. And so sometimes it's hard. No relationship is easy, but if the love is there, then it becomes easy right away. You go through that growth, and then two seconds later, you can have party time. <laughs> and that's what all relationships should be like, because it's like, oh, growing pains, that hurt, but I'm with you, I'm holding you, we're together. Yeah. Now, we get to, let's go have a fun time right now. Let's enjoy mm-hmm. this. Like, every every moment is important. And I, I'm getting a lot of, like, you guys are good at finding these important moments and you both have north node and sagittarius they're just in, a little bit further you guys are so close in age yeah i only date old people <laughs> yeah we're like um like nine months apart or yeah yeah like so a lot of your planets just conjunct and it just mm-hmm. depends on what hits like an angle so your pluto's like he naturally has moon up as a pluto but he so he also has moon up as a your pluto in synastry that could be a problem his moon is opposite your pluto there could be a lot of controlling issues but he's already got that in his chart, so he's like controls himself. Yeah. So it's like you can almost see what he's doing and be like, "Oh, I'm not going to do that to you. You're going to do that to yourself." Like, I don't mm. need to beat you up for this. You are You're, beating yourself know, yeah. up for this. Yeah. yeah and then you're just like, <laughs> yeah. And it depends on if you were in your shadow, you could kick him while he's down, or you could not, and that's your choice within yeah. that relationship and how much you love him to like, like, hey, like, calm down. Like, we're fine. Mm-hmm. We're going to figure this out together. And that's what makes this relationship, like, <laughs> work. He, he may not always say it, and he should say it, but you're the most beautiful person in the world to him. Oh, it's so cute. He Honestly, he does say he it. He does say it. Good. Yeah. I'm lucky. Cute. Yeah. No, he wanted to lock you down, and he did. <laughs> he always and, says that, too. And he that's get, so he does, funny. And he gets to look at you all the time, and that makes him really happy. I get this, like, feeling that, like, your face really lights him up. Aww. Like kind of makes them high. So cute. His face lights me up. I love. You that. know, it's funny. Like we met when we were like seventeen, and he started telling me in the first couple of months, like what our whole future was gonna be like. And he would like, it's kind of <laughs> cheesy, but we he used to t- like tell me a story every night on the phone, like while we were in high school. And he would tell me about like, here's our future house and our kids and like our. So yeah, it was kind of like we kind of were married as soon as we met. That's how it felt. Like it was just, <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's I love it really so spot on. There's a lot of like speaking love into existence 
that is so important. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are so broken. They Mm -hmm. refuse to do that. Mm -hmm. And so they're embarrassed of it. Like, Mm -hmm. like it is like, it's so cheesy. It's not cheesy. It's beautiful. It's like, I look at you and I see like, what is that in your eyes? Um, Lloyd Dobler, the Peter Gabriel song. In your eyes, I see the lights of a thousand churches. In your eyes, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. all that, he's oh, just holding yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the boombox over his head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, that's the way people should express themselves because yeah. that initial reaction, that heart reaction, if you should, you should say it, speak yeah. it into existence. Yeah. And when you do, you can make it happen. And that's why you can have beautiful love stories. But yeah. when you shut it off for whatever reason, right? That's when you got like the one who got away, the one sure. who never, like, who broke your heart because mm-hmm. you never got fast like far enough into it or the one who's mm-hmm. always on your mind for the last 10 years because you feel something incomplete incomplete because you never told them yeah you know, yeah what right what was you were feeling and uh-huh. so he told you what you're he was feeling i can't even talk it's making me all jittery i love oh. it so he told you and <laughs> yeah, he didn't and you didn't like you received it and you didn't yeah. mind and you loved it i loved it and you mirrored it back I ate to that him shit up. yes yeah. and you mirrored it back and then you too that's the 11 and aquarius too you mirrored it back to him like mm-hmm. he holds you in the palm of his hand like you are his holy grail and you mirror him back. And that's the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. We're looking for somebody who mirrors our greatest qualities and makes total sense back to us. Yeah. yeah. That's why when you're not with somebody who does that for you, who is different from you, you tend to hold it all in, which is why everyone talks about like this is a narcissist. It's like I think about that a lot. I'm like, sometimes mm-hmm. you're just with somebody who just doesn't fucking like you. And you can't really you can diagnose them as a million things. But right. the real one is you don't love me. You don't like me. And you're pretending you do for whatever fucking reason. Just go. Yeah. And why why would you string me along like this? Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. That's your major malfunction because no one with a heart would do that. Oh, maybe you don't have a heart. Maybe narcissism is real. <laughs> <laughs> and it runs full I circle. Think it's a little, it's a little yeah, real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's definitely times where it's real <laughs> out there. Yeah. But if someone saw you and it was like, yeah, like yeah. I just you mirror these back to me. Like we're we can do things together. We can beat this together because we're yeah. gonna be on the same page. It's kind of yeah. how we see. Our- yeah. yeah, and I see that you guys do mirror each other. You guys have like, yeah. We do. I like it. We always like to say we're the like male and female versions of each other. See, that's that's exactly what love should be. I mean, in a way, because it's like that also means that you fully are learning to love yourself through loving them. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. That makes so much sense. Yeah. Because we're all wounded. We're never going to fully heal until we're dead. Right. But it's much more fun to heal with somebody else. Yeah. We're not wounded alone, so we do not heal alone. I feel that he's been a huge part of my healing, and I've been a huge part of his. So, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It does. My gosh. Oh, it's so cute. I love that. It's crazy how spot on this stuff is. Astrology is amazing. It is. Just like. It really is. It's really cool. It's like when everybody knows it, and the computers start to figure it out, and they can just like, when a computer can just start reading charts and spit off facts to you. That's that's when you know we've like really evolved and moved on, because you'll just be like, Here, print mm-hmm. my little fact sheet out yeah. today. Or like, yep. put this guy in. I got this guy's birth yep, time. Totally. And it's like, stay away. I don't, yeah. know. Stay <laughs> I don't know why I went to like a 1980s computer voice. With, <laughs> stay away. Like literally. Let's okay. hear John and Janelle. John and Janelle. John L. Okay. Should they? Should you tie the knot? Oh you God, actually are like, no. <laughs> I know. Please sad. don't say that. I would be <laughs> devastated too. But I know it's going to be. <laughs> okay, so. You have a similar thing. You're similar in age. So you both are going yes, to Saturn return at the same time. Age. And um, your Saturns are conjunct, actually. So you have a lot, of the, a lot of the same karma, a lot of the same issues that you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. His fall in the 12th, years fall in the 7th, which yours are relational. His are about unconditional love. They really do align a lot. Like a lot of your issues, like 
do mirror each other. Your issues mirror each other. That's what we got so far. When it comes to John, he might have a hard time. Like you have a hard time believing in marriage. He has a hard time in believing that you could ever love something unconditionally and forever, that that could possibly exist, that possibly love is all conditional. And he might not be consciously aware of that, uh-huh. which is the thing I'm not going to call him out. In the, but like a lot yeah. of people don't know <laughs> this, actually. And we're going to be dealing this with a lot. When you go through your Saturn return, you're going to see a lot of people dealing with unconditional love because that's Pisces energy. His Saturn happens to be in the 12th in Pisces. He's not even here. I'm not talking about this trauma or anything. But like <laughs> when it comes to love, like what we think is unconditional love mm-hmm is actually, or like real love is actually conditional. And what that is, is that you can see it the easiest with an anger. Somebody gets, like somebody that's supposed to love you gets really angry at you. And then they call you a name Hmm. and they say mean things to you. And then you're crying and then they walk away and then they don't want to talk about it anymore. And then you're left reeling from what just happened. A lot of parents treat their kids that way. They think they have unconditional love from, but they don't. Oh, that's interesting. So, when we grow up and we start to try to like look for relationships or whatever, if we're conditioned that love is conditional like that, we will look for people who yell at us, hurt us, say mean things, maybe even not yell at us. Maybe it just starts off with like a, your hair looks stupid like that. You're really going to go out with that. And you're like, Oh, Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll go change it. Yeah. Go change it. And then you go out and then there you're like, why do I feel hurt? Why would, why would someone who loves me unconditionally Mm -hmm. Say it like that, huh? Because they don't fucking love you unconditionally. They love you conditionally. They love you when your hair is in place, or when you're working hard enough, or when you're when you're doing the right things that they, according to them, yeah. And the conditional love is what breaks down marriages. Uh-huh. And you're both dealing with that. Yours is very specifically in the area of marriage. His is very specifically just the idea of unconditional love in general. That's interesting. Because I feel like if if it's anything, I would be the one that has the issues of like the those like digs that digs. you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, Whereas he, as far as I've experienced, he's very like, I don't give a fuck. You can do whatever yeah. you want, and that's all that I care about. And it's very like he's like the least controlling Usually. person. Well, because I would freak the fuck out if someone tried to like tell me what to do. So <laughs> it could be that you know because his is in the 12th house that's just something that he is blocking in and of himself Mm -hmm. is that he won't even allow himself to express things in fear of losing somebody's love Mm -hmm. like if he was like oh my god janelle i don't like that you do this (laughs) he might be desperately afraid that you'd be like fuck you and walk away forever (laughs) because Mm -hmm. he's worried that you don't have that and that's more of like what i was saying with him is like he's he doesn't trust that there is somebody anybody in the world that loves him unconditionally he's never seen it so he will hold himself back from expressing himself uh-huh. in order to not have to experience the truth of that uh-huh. he's allowing himself to turn a blind eye to know the real feelings of anybody around him not just you like yeah. just anybody like yeah so it's like i'll just roll that off my shoulders but huh. eventually huh. what happens is interesting i have things to say sure i i want to express myself in this way i want to say i, I don't like this or this isn't what i want yeah but if i say that you might run out or mm. or you might hate me or you might not be my friend or you might not be yeah, my Yeah, I don't mom. want to throw him around the bus, but I can definitely see how that would apply to certain this relationships yeah. in his life. In his life, yeah. So it's not definitely. necessarily you. And I feel like because you have Saturn conjunct Saturn in that area, it's like you guys are very good for each other in the healing department of that and understanding and recognizing maybe a push-pull in that regard. But mm-hmm. it, it's definitely really strong. It's just that Pisces is very unconscious. And so I'm kind of telling you something too that you're like, okay, it's a little bit. It's going to be a really big deal in a year. <laughs> I just oh, want to like, let you know. Like, and like I said earlier, like, you know, getting married. There might be things that you realize, 
oh, we need to work these things out. I thought that we had 10 years and everything uh-huh, was uh-huh, working. Uh-huh. You're like, if we're going to make this work, these things are now, these are like ghosts mm. that are phantoms huh. like up in the surface. Okay. And that's why it's always that if you get married before your Saturn return, when you have Saturn in the seventh, it ends a divorce because you're like, wait, I'm learning new things Is that, that I didn't even know. everyone then? Everyone with Saturn in the seventh, yeah. Okay. Which is what you have. So it's just okay. like, it's okay, just okay, like okay. one of those things I would say like, don't, don't do it. Anyway, not to like beat that. I don't know why like that Pisces Saturn thing is like really getting me in your chart. The Reddit and his as well. Interesting. I think I'm more like, just. it's probably not as much on me being like zoned in on that with yeah. you, but how it's happening in a year and how everybody's going to be dealing with this, like this thing. Sure. Everywhere. And that's going to be really kind of freaky. I don't mean a lot of divorces. Oh, great. But this year's is always already a lot of divorces. I was going to say, I feel like it's getting worse yeah. and worse. It's worse. Yeah, it's going to worse, worse and worse. It's like rapture energy. You know, they say like the rapture is really just two people are laying in a bed. One, a man wakes up, his wife is gone. That doesn't mean that he rose up to heaven in a fucking stream of light. It means that she realized she fucking hated him and walked out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, Shit. you know, like it's just oh like that. Day. And then the man is like, what happened? She must have. Beamed up. No, you've been treating her like shit for years and you didn't even uh, want to look uh-huh. at yourself. So you have no idea why she left. Interesting. But everybody else knows why she left. That's interesting. That's, that's what I think rapture energy is. If you want to know, like, because that's end of the world stuff. Right. And if mm-hmm. so if a bunch of people are just splitting up, leaving, running away, like, I can't work at this job. And there's another part of it, too, which is like two men are in the field. One of them shows up to work. The other one's gone. Uh-huh. Because one of them's like, I'm not working in the fields anymore. You can follow your own fields. I'm going to go. <laughs> get a YouTube channel, you know, like, I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just like going to be like that. Like people yeah. are just waking up one day. Totally. I can see that. I mean, I yeah. think a lot more people are like, yeah. Well, wife have been taking this for so long. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is the energy. And it's really going to be very profound when Saturn goes into Pisces. So the relationship energy of it, you're, oh, he's on the outside. His Mercury's on your IC. He, you guys communicate actually really well and really feisty. There's a lot of passion. Um, because his Mercury's on your IC, <laughs> hmm. but there's also a lot of it. Because the Mercury's are square, your Mars, his Mars is on your. There's a lot. Oh, great! She's like ah, <laughs> a lot of challenge, a lot of anger, and a lot of passion within this. But you may not even realize how how well you speak to each other. And I don't know how to explain that. You speak to each other without saying anything. That's what it is. But sometimes when you speak out loud, it can get things twisted. Huh. But you guys have like a telepathic communication. That's what I'm trying to get into. Hmm. Um, Let me see that with you guys. You. Yeah. I would agree with that. Our communication is. I would say it's like very good to almost where it's like not too good, but I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. I feel like I'm looking at this and I'm like, you guys just like. I don't know, you vibe like very strongly, like in a vibrational, like I'm looking like that's what this chart looks like. It looks like vibration. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I want to say it like, because you even got, you got Jupiter on his moon. You bring out like, there's like something that is just like coming out. It's like passion. Passion's like, like sex too. So I don't know. But I just feel like, I feel like you guys have a lot of fun in that department. If you, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, because vibration. I guess I don't know shit right. But <laughs> that was what I was assuming. Yeah. I mean, I'm not seeing you with them, but like looking at this chart, I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so 
and and that's like the maybe the telepathic communication too. Like you don't need any <laughs> safe words. You just no. know. You just know. We just that is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel extremely safe with him in that department. Yeah. Like we're mm-hmm. like on the same page mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, there's actually like you know what I'm looking at. This is why I'm like obsessed with your Saturns. That's your only problem. Like the Saturn thing is your only problem and it's so unconscious. You wouldn't even like it's something you both have to heal within yourselves. And once you do, you, you won't have to worry about the other one. You guys already vibe. You attack life very similarly. Yes. And very. Similarly. Yes. And that's why sex, sex and life are the same. You our, can tell a lot about someone how they have sex is how they attack life. Our problems. So like when there's an issue. It's like we have we it's never like, well, I want to solve it this way. Well, I want to come at it this way. It's always like you go. Oh, yeah, totally. I yeah. agree. Boom. Yeah. Like, yeah. Same page. Very, very yeah. much so. Yeah. No, it's really. You have these squares, but they're just like sex. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's making me blush. Well, he's a he's a Scorpio blush. moon. So oh, I feel like damn. I'm not. I feel like people are always like Leo's are so sexual. I'm not like some horn dog trying to like suck every five seconds i'm just i mean it's like (laughs) not to the point where she's like so uncomfortable she's like i can see that you are though (laughs) horn dogs written all over this chart (laughs) like whatever you want to say whatever you're hiding behind that are you a freak in the sheets (laughs) no not to where like i mean i guess that's all relative but Mm -hmm. no not compared to what i feel like you would think a freak in the sheets is no. <laughs> maybe you haven't discovered that yet. Yeah, maybe. You need to get more get a little more freaky. All right. <laughs> you have no idea the possibilities of this chart. <laughs> oh my God. What does wow. that mean? Wow. Mm. I don't know. Spicy. I can't sorry. This is really hot. <laughs> I think my neck is getting bigger. It's like this is so tight on my neck. My hand, my palms are sweaty too. Sorry, like I just look at enough charts that they yeah, just start to like look like people. That's mm. funny though because I feel like we're not like on top of each other twenty four seven. Like when we're t- together, it's not like we're like. You know, when you do, is it like fireworks and crazy? You don't have a code. Of, you don't have a codependent relationship, and you're used to seeing codependent relationships. By the way, what what it is no, is like people in codependent relationships are like very, very needy on each other and like really, really yeah, rest on each other. Not. You're no. not. So when you come together, it's like explosive mm-hmm. and then you can True. part and yeah. come back together. True. That's, really That's what makes great sex <laughs> because codependent relationships have a hard time having sex because they're so emotionally intertwined and toxic that you can't figure out what's going on and where you are, like where, where you start and the other person begins. But if you are sure. separate, you can look at the other person and be like, well, I can do that to you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like sex is better yeah. in relationships that don't have a lot of codependent issues. Cheers to that. Yeah. Um, and your biggest growth is like also going to heal people together. So like I would say like earlier, if I made you nervous about something, I think you just are going to go through a very strong period of growth hmm. where you realize something about marriage, about relationships, about your, your truth in this world. Mm-hmm. And it might redefine everything for you. And just wait for that redefinition to fully materialize inside of both of you mm-hmm. and it might take one of you longer than the other might you might happen at the same time sure whatever it is just wait and when it comes into being yeah you'll know and you can just jump off that so crest. you're saying they should keep waiting keep waiting just Damn. wait i was gonna fucking lose yeah, my mind <laughs> well you could have like a fake wedding if you like want to have the wedding part i don't know like but people like, do that right why is it so no, what really is the so definition much. of like a wedding though because like 
I'm not, we're not religious, so it has mm-hmm. nothing to do with that. Is And so it's like it's signing a piece of paper. Is that what we should wait for? Well, yeah. Well, actually, there's a marriage chart. And the marriage chart will have Saturn, conjecture Saturn, meaning forever that marriage that you contracted or spiritualized, whatever it is, it mm-hmm. doesn't, the universe doesn't know the difference. If you're choosing to get married, it's saying, oh, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. It's basically putting Saturn right on your Saturns or like leading up to your Saturn, which is saying that this marriage is going to have all this karma that you guys naturally experience in your everyday life, mm-hmm. but tenfold now because it's on mm-hmm. top of you. And it's interesting because I feel like people are always like, oh, Sagittarius is your fucking crazy and Aries are, you know, really? have that tendency too. I feel like a lot of people think Sagittarius are like nuts, but mm. he is like, I'm way more nuts than he is by far. I'm the crazy one out of the two of us for sure. You know, it's funny because Nicole's in Aries rising and I'm definitely crazier than Nicole because uh, Aries risings aren't always crazy. A lot of times I think they have a lot of, you have a lot of good stability and go in directive because Aries is directive. Yeah. So if you have a lot of good directive, you're going to go for that and uh-huh. block out the noise. I get really chaotic because I'm a Pisces rising and there's no noise I want to block out. Like I said, when I was like, why did I run a marathon? Because my friend was like, do you want to do it? And I was like, okay. Right. And it's like, why did I get drunk all the time? You want to come out? Yeah. (laughs) All right. Because it's like, I got other things to do, but. Mm. That's interesting. Tequila sounds good. You know, tequila always sounds fucking good. Oh my God. Is there tequila at that place? (laughs) I'm sure. Yeah. Get wasted on Monday. (laughs) Yep. I'll just sit there, sober. sober. Oh, sorry. I won't talk about alcohol around the pregnant <laughs> No, you can drink in front of me. I like to live vicariously by letting other people. Really? Partake yeah. in the fun. Yeah. I am like a like an alcohol pusher, though. Like, why are you not drinking? Oh, that's I'll, me, too. Yeah. Like, I just want everyone to have fun. I just want everyone to have fun. Uh, yeah, everyone should have fun, yeah, especially if I'm having fun. fun. Right. And then it always gets to a point where I'll, like, I'm a few drinks in, and then I see why the sober person is not on my level and I'm annoyed by it you know like it's just like what are you doing I'm like this is what I was trying to avoid I was four I was four beers in and I was like this was it Nicole this is why oh my god now you're tired and want to go to sleep and I'm ready to go I'm ready to go (laughs) okay so wait two years got it two years you have any more questions anything else that you're dying to tell us his destiny is to be in a very committed relationship. That's very important to him. That is a very destiny point, but also destiny does take a longer time to get to because Mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that you have to clear out first. Totally. So like your school is part of doing something before your destiny. Like, well, that was a huge thing for both of us because he, he's been working towards a CPA for years. Like we (laughs) we went through, we went through college. (gasps) Congratulations. (laughs) I know I'm really happy for him, but yeah, we went through college. We went through grad school. He studied his ass off. He's worked his ass. It's always been like, we need to get these things out. And I think that's why for so long, we've also been like holding off on marriage and stuff is because we have these like other things that we need. We feel like we need to accomplish first before we can like mesh our lives in that way. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And it's because you guys actually probably have this very, very weird strange relationship where there's no codependency even though everybody around you suffers from that and you're both like yeah we got it like seriously it's this thing like every single person has an, an issue with it in some way shape or form and i just didn't, i do i didn't see it in your chart That's interesting. and it's like you guys both are just doing your own thing building your own yeah, you things and really do. and that's why like when you get married it is a choice a conscious choice to really stop doing that totally and to kind of merge together as like a kind of I guess I, you could call it a power couple. Yeah. That's oh. the energy of what marriage brings forth because a marriage should help you within your purpose as well. Sure. And so every single relationship marriage shouldn't be like one stay at home right, person right, right. and one. It should always be there. Otherwise, just be single. Right. 
Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because you should be on the same plane and level. So if you guys are off level, it's not going to work when you come together in an actual like right that version of you. Right. Okay. So interesting. Yeah, maybe think about it that way. Maybe that was what I was supposed to tell you about it. I feel like my brain's going to explode with information. Yes. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm, like a little well, I'm going to get up for letting Nicole come oh, out. Yes. Yes. And please check out Alyssa Sharp. Yeah, wait, hold on. Oh, oh. Where can people find you? Yes. Where can people find you and what are the all Divine your platforms? Venus. Um, oh, okay. I'm at the Divine Venus everywhere except for YouTube at Alyssa Sharp. Uh, you can just type in Alyssa Sharp or we'll at the Divine below, Venus. still. Yeah. Um, and YouTube, TikTok, Instagram is where I post. The most I shit post the most. Okay. Um, <laughs> but if you want to find my videos and like go into the stuff that I know, yeah, definitely go onto YouTube. If you want quick little information, go on TikTok. And if you want to book a reading or something on your own, you can go to thedivinevenus.com. Thank you. So, wonderful. So much, Alyssa. Please yes. come back. Yes, please oh, come like, back. I will come back so every cool. every month. Just fly back here. <laughs> A monthly reading. We need a monthly Seriously, oh, you've got to you come so back. Much. You absolutely have to come back. I feel like there's so much more we could talk about. All right, guys. I know this is a super long episode, but we have another bonus guest today, bonus Nicole Brenny, who her and I did a collab. She's coming on. Come yes. on. Wow. Why did you Nicole? guys do your collab? We did a collab in like 2017 Seven. or 16, okay. oh, something yeah, like that. So I excited. felt like you were meant to be here. And so, yeah, like, you know, we're going to do some fun things today. We have about 30 minutes. Yes. Yes. Until, yeah, we got to get out for our dinner we've reservation. Back. We've been going oh. for so long, but we, yeah, we really want to yes. hear what you have to say. So tell us, what is your specialty? Yeah. Okay. In so, this world. Yeah. You already know that I do like psychic work because I did a past life reading for you yes. using cards. And then I also do astrology. So I'm like a card reader, astrologer. And a life coach. So a lot of kind of the stuff that I've been working on lately is more around life coaching because I do love the astrology stuff so much. And Alyssa and I just talk about astrology all day long when we're together. <laughs> yeah. But then there does come a point when it's like, okay, I need to also like get in alignment with my inner compass. And I need to also like remove any kind of crutches. You know, I do the readings for people, but then I also take them into like a deeper level of empowerment and personal power, which people desperately need because so much in the world is yeah. constantly telling you like, you're not good enough. You suck and totally. you can't do anything. Yeah. And like, don't take the leap of faith. You're dumb. Like all this kind of stuff that yeah. like we get at this precipice, this point at the edge of the cliff, we're like about ready to jump off because mm-hmm. we know we can fly. And then someone's like, oh, no, you can't fly. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. no, yeah. actually, right. you belong on the ground. And then we're like, oh, okay, never mind. And we delay things. So it's like even astrology that. can do that. Mm-hmm. Even astrology can do that because your chart is like, doesn't say like, are you actually going to work through that or not? Because that's yeah. our personal like divine you know, willpower if we want to do right. that work or not. So I like to take people from like also astrology, but then like bring them into this place of like, I don't know, like total spiritual power, which is really, really fun. Like, I love astrology and I love the cards and all of that. But then I started to develop this technique called brain synthesis, which is kind of like, I don't know, basically like a streamlined way of getting people in touch with their intuition in like one session. So it's like actually what okay. do you really want. And it's not because somebody else was telling you that or because you you know, listened to some, uh, I don't know, coach or whatever that told you you have to do this, but like what's actually truly within. And it's actually really beautiful because it comes up in a lot of symbolism and symbolic language and things like that. Mm. So yeah, that's what I do. And I'm also an artist and musician. So I kind of like bring that into my YouTube channel now. If you're a spiritually empowered person, your spiritual self comes out in every single thing that you do, not just like, Mm. oh yeah, I'm reading a chart or oh, I'm having this I'm on this podcast. It's like, yeah. no, I bring my full self to everything I do. That's like what it means to be 
like spiritually empowered. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. It's like, why would I hide all these other aspects yeah. of myself? Absolutely. You know, like, yeah. yeah. If you want to be powerful, you have to like have that full alchemy within you and you never stop being in your authenticity. You never stop being in your power, like even for one second. It's just like, and you do that in your relationship too, which is why you have such a beautiful relationship. Oh, thank you. Because it's like trust, like you trust in life, you trust in love, you trust in yeah. that the universe will provide. Yeah. So you're willing to go like into the unknown and into the shadow without even a flashlight because you're like, no, you know, yeah. even if I can only see like five inches in front of me, I got this. Yeah. Is astrology and tarot related? Are they two separate entities that you're like bringing together? So they're two separate entities. I also read playing cards, which the system that I use is called the cards of truth. And so I think we looked a little into yeah. that when we did your past life reading. But um, so that's kind of like a merger of card reading and astrology. Okay. And so they're not the same thing cards and astrology aren't but they can be complementary and you can use them together and basically that just allows more confluence or like more indicators that okay yeah this is really gonna happen yeah. or like yeah you're really on the right track I do want to say something about you okay because we were just talking about how like you have this ability to trust in the unknown and you can have faith and all this stuff which is why I think you have like been a trailblazer and you have created mm. something out of like seemingly nothing but that's because you're a queen of clubs and a queen of clubs is a person that like basically your highest potential is to constantly be creating things and nurturing them and growing them. Okay. And you can nurture and grow like anything. Just like, I don't know, the archetype I always think of is like a painter that goes to her studio every day and she's always working on her paintings and like never <laughs> stops. Like she's just waking up every morning, working on her projects and mm -hmm. making more and also being able to like manage and lead others, but not in like a, I'm a king and like, yeah. Oh, yeah, get this done kind of way, which is like kind of okay. how women are told to be. Yeah. But more like an inspired feminine kind of way. Encouraging. You know? yeah. Yes. Encouraging and like just like with excited passion, but not like, oh, I'm like a boss babe bitch and blah, blah, blah. You know? <laughs> Do you see me as a boss babe bitch? Not boss babe, boss bitch. We don't like the <laughs> term boss babe. We think it's a little cringe. <laughs> right. You are boss bitch though. So the reason why I think that you have had such success with like being able to like jump off the cliff or whatever, which seems to be like the theme. Like it seems like everyone that's been in this room today is like at this precipice of like, I have to take this huge risk and am I going to do it? Because we're all going to the next level. Like I can yeah. feel it. We're all like going to this About next to ascend. echelon. Yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. We're all doing that, that, right? That's great. But like why you've had success with it already is for one, you have a lot of fool energy in you as Alyssa was saying, because Alyssa is mm. actually the fool. She's a seven of diamonds. So she's like literally the personification of the fool energy. Your first house of your astrology chart or your ascendant is in that energy. So that's like a huge part of who you are too. You're like, I just trust in life and I'll go in this direction, even though like no one's saying that there's going to be a reward or no one's saying to me that it's going to work out. So it's like you've had to really like trust in life and like be willing to make a whole huge fool of yourself in order to mm. just be you and to live your path. But the path that you're walking in life is the nine of spades. And when you um, use this nine of spades energy and you live this nine of spades energy, you can have more success, you can make more money, you can have more happiness, you can fulfill your purpose. And what that means for you is nine of spades is trusting yourself and not needing external guidance. Like you trust mm -hmm. yourself, you go within, you like take that time to be like, okay, actually what's the right move for my business? Or what's the right move for my relationship? And like, even if you get external opinions or you get an astrology reading or your friends tell you something like ultimately, 
when you're in your best energy and you are being like really 100% Kendall Ray, you're like, you're your own authority always. And you're not doubting your authority. And you're just like, no, I have my intuition and I'm going to follow it. And that's like why you have been able to take these like bigger risks. And that's why Mm -hmm. when you aren't trusting that. Yeah. Things really start to fall apart fast. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Yep. How do you get a card for something? Because I remember now you were te- you told me that same card before mm-hmm. when we did that. So it's just it's set. It's predetermined, or is it based on your birth information? Yeah. So that is kind of the way that this card system is linked. Because I do cards of truth and tarot, which like any kind of tarot deck I can read. But um, it's your birth date, time, and location, and we choose like the day if like you're in between two days by the time of the sunrise okay so it's actually really even in a way like crazier than astrology because i can like you can predict like actual people like literally wow so i could be like oh it's actually janelle that is going to be in the studio that day because oh she probably will reschedule because i don't see her on monday but i see her on wednesday interesting okay wow it's really creepy like i've been able to predict like breakups um falling in love like when i would fight with my boyfriend like wow. who i would be dating that year based off of like if i have like four different people i'm interested in and they all have different birth cards well which birth cards showing up in my venus position or my jupiter position because that's probably going to be the one that i'm like gonna mm. fall in love with like you can so it's not like oh i can just predict that i'm falling in love but like with who mm. mm-hmm. isn't that insane that is it's actually like so you have clients and you do readings for them yeah so they'll come to you with like a question, wondering about their relationship or something with their job, and you give them a reading based on cards of truth. Yeah, I actually do something called Diamond Reading News, the cards of truth, astrology, and tarot. Plus like, okay, you know, like I've got like the psychic thing too. So like sometimes I'll see an omen or I'll have a dream mm-hmm. or something, and mm-hmm. then I'll be able to like bring that all together into like a very cohesive message because all these systems will be pointing in the same direction. Then maybe I'll also get a sign or a dream. And so it's like very clear. But yeah, it is like honestly a mind blowing system. And it's really cool because like I look at each individual card, like the five of clubs or the queen of clubs. And there's always like a lesson, like a life lesson that Mm. each card represents. And so really you can use a system too to be like, oh, I'm struggling in my life right now or something's not working out. Well, what card are you running? Mm. What which means like what lesson are you learning? So because I do coaching and I'm like helping people to like become more empowered and to trust their intuition like then I actually like have like an idea of well actually what lesson is this person trying to learn and trying to go through okay so you both have nine energies so like you probably really work well together because nines are like kind of hermits (laughs) like you're the hermit card. We are. Kind of oh hermity. my god, we're such hermity fucks. <laughs> like, yeah, dude, we could literally like. We always joke like we could like live in a house just us we two could. by ourselves. We and, probably like, will. Never talk in to old anybody. age. We'll end yeah. up together and never see each other. So you would like to be a hermit so that you can just like literally do nothing and like stare at a wall or like yeah. just sounds so like awesome. zone out. Mm. But you, nice. with your solitude, you're more like you get kind of get a creative spark or you like to think about things and mull things over or you like to do Mm. your little hobbies and stuff. Like you just like, okay, leave me alone because I just want to think about something or I just want to be alone. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's more, I just want to watch reruns of reality TV. (laughs) So, but that's your power. Like your power is to be somebody that is really strong on your own 
so that you can create whatever it is that you want to create. Like you're, you could be mm. like that archetype of like someone that goes alone to the cabin in the woods and like comes out with a book or comes out huh. with like some crazy business idea or like. Interesting. Yeah, it is interesting because mm. like, you also, as your sun card, you have her path card. So your sun card is the nine of spades. So you also have like naturally as a part of who you are, that same ability to like trust yourself and trust your intuition. Yeah. So it's like. There's a lot going on beneath the surface with you and what is going to bring you the most success and make you the happiest and bring all the good things that you want to experience into your lifetime is by putting energy into the skills that you have that give you the most joy. Mm. When you're doing things that like actually don't bring you joy, that actually don't make you happy, when you're creating tangible things that aren't really like in the fullness of your heart, you start to destroy your life. and. <laughs> you start to um, make less money, have less prosperity on mm-hmm. every single level. And I love it that you said like you took that leap of faith. Yeah. Because your Rahu or your no- North Node or like mm-hmm. how your soul is trying to like stretch you into like this evolved version of yourself is the Jack of Spades, which is the card of taking risks. And so like for you taking a risk is even more terrifying and a crazier sort of thing than for most people. Like it's actually like way more horrifying because Rahu mm-hmm. is where our fear is. Mm-hmm. T- by taking that leap of faith, you did way more than just like get a better career for yourself sure. and a better lifestyle. You actually like evolved as a soul and mm. you're going to continuously have to do that. Like there's going to be endless layers of that and it's going to allow you to be so much more creative the nine of clubs is the card of integrity like that is virtue and integrity so like you are never going to be who you truly are and your true authentic self if you're not doing what makes you happy like tangibly not just like in Mm. your head yeah that's that i don't like doing shit i don't like to do (laughs) yeah and it is different than authenticity integrity is really like deeper because authenticity is like kind of like what we present but integrity is like you really can't do anything outside of like the alignment. Like you can't take a job that is like against your ethical beliefs. Like Absolutely it's, not. Like you just can't. And so it's really simple though. Like your path is fun. You just do what you love and you'll be rewarded. Oh, fuck yeah. Seems like you need to do some self like discovery. Growing up, I didn't really think of myself as a creative person. You are. The fact that you had a master's degree, that is nine of clubs energy. Like that really is. And I think that as long as you're doing like using your tangible skills that you actually enjoy, mm-hmm. you're fine. And and I think one thing that we all as humans like get caught up in is we think like, oh, now that I don't want to be a counselor anymore, that was stupid. And like, I was so wrong. Like, how could I be so wrong? I can't believe I made that mistake. But it's like when we were doing it, it wasn't a mistake. Like when we were doing it, we were so excited about yeah. it. Yeah. So, the only mistake was getting into debt and <laughs> taking yeah. out a loan. But like, I mean, as far as that Knowledge I've never, never mistake no and I'm glad yeah. it, it was in counseling versus like no offense to John but accounting or something because yeah. like I feel like I can still use I still feel like that was a very useful time in my life and never once have I thought like oh that was wasteful or oh I could never see myself doing that now I just feel like perhaps it's using that in a way that wasn't like I didn't traditionally think I would yeah and I do want to tell you before I forget you have your ascendant and your ecliptic in the same card. So you absolutely 100% can do your passion as a way to make money. Like you don't ever have to question that. Like that's just like a promise of you. God, yeah. cards are true. This is really interesting. I feel like I need my own like private reading. Yeah, yeah. totally. No, I would I would love to. Yeah. That would be awesome. 
Um, Can we do some tarot today yeah, too? Yeah, I was thinking that we have a little yes. bit of time. I'd love to do okay. that. Yeah, All what do the you, things right now? What do you guys want to know? And I also like do feel we're like in a very powerful kind of crazy energy right now, like in this room. That's interesting. Maybe it's all the fucking cameras. <laughs> <laughs> no, it definitely isn't. Uh, okay. Uh, so, yeah. Ask- do you do it together? Like, do we ask together? Or is it one-on-one? Um, do you have, a, do you have like, a shared question? Or do you each have a personal question you want to ask? I'm kind of curious about the future of this show. Ooh, Ooh. yeah. It's a great idea. <sighs> How many cards do you normally pull? I'm quite intuitive with it. But for this, I will probably pull three. Future of this of this show right yes you guys that's the hermit i just told you about oh that's so <gasps> weird okay i'm not gonna necessarily read these fully as reversed but i think that you are going to realize where you have been like maybe following the path of like what will be actually successful and make us money versus like what it it is that we actually want and what it is that we're actually passionate about. And I Mm. think like these three cards are actually posing like the problem. So Mm. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with this show or whatever, Mm. but I think your next level is because like you guys are smart business women. So it's like, okay, what can we do that's like going to bring an audience or bring a crowd or make us money? So like, obviously that's just like a natural first instinct. But I think the next evolution of this show is very exciting because it's like more of like your own personal, like your real like personal, personal um, needs. Like what do you need out of it? And mm-hmm. then okay. like, what are you excited about? Like that's going to be the thing that changes it. Like being like, mm. just being like, I'm not going to, we're not going to even think about like numbers. We're not going to think about like this as a business. Like totally. we're actually just going to have fun. Like just like literally even yeah. like crazy. Like this is like. I feel like we've we've gotten more so down that yeah. path as the show's gone on. Definitely. Like we've definitely been like like more like before we were more a little bit more reserved or more like calculated on what yeah. what we wanted the show to be or what each episode and a lot more nowadays we've been kinda like, let's just Free see where flow. it takes us or like fuck it, like no. we enjoy this part so we're you know, we're gonna keep going with it or yeah. whatever and it's gonna get crazier because you Hell also yeah. have your nodes are exactly conjuncting your second and your eighth cusp. And I just realized that that's what this is. So second cusp is like money and value and everything. But eighth cusp is like, that's like sex. Like that's like really like literally like the most intimate, like crazy passion deep. Like I think you're just going to bring something so primal and deep into this um, show. That's like true to both of you. Yeah. That is going to like transcend this, um, like this business kind of mentality. But then it's also like going to make you more money. Yeah, you can't hear Alyssa, yeah. but she just pulled a card. Maybe, fifth house. Maybe passion. it is like, but it is wow. about your passion. Stop it. That's crazy. But you have to. Well, that she pulled the passion yeah. card, right? Yeah. yeah, and that's what this is. So like, it it will be way deeper than you think because like, real sex isn't shallow. It also isn't just like, oh yeah, we kind of did it. It's like no, like when I don't want to be too like when someone comes inside of you, it's like there's no going back, and that's like the point that you have to get. Oh, <laughs> we're taking off the protection on this bitch, raw dogging it. No, that's literally literally it. yeah. We have to raw dog you the show. It. We have to raw dog. Yeah, you show. guys are raw dogging the show. But all these are indicators of like, obvi- but I love that we got this because this is you guys. This is like the hermit. So like the hermit needs to come out of the room. You guys are gonna reveal even more of yourselves, and I think it's mm. gonna be just amazing. I'm excited. Wow, Damn, that's really cool to hear. Reveal I'm even more. I'm Get ready, people. 
Kendall and I are starting an OnlyFans. Yeah, <laughs> it's time Probably. to reveal ourselves. <laughs> Probably that is wow. kind of what it sounds like I'm saying. That's but funny. I think it's a little bit more metaphorical. Sure. But, yeah. Know. Oh, it's yeah. so cool. Um, we really need to open up and like explore passions in the show. Yes. Like your real ones, not just like oh, what will less manufactured. Like? Yes. Can you tell me like about? my birth or anything like that yeah, okay yeah if you're ready for that i am okay, okay. i want to know okay okay this is like looking like the umbilical cord being cut and actually i think that's going to be a very very powerful moment for you and i think you're going to do it with your husband like you guys are going to like want to have that experience of like cutting the umbilical cord together and just like Aww. it's like the most powerful thing and i think that um you are going to be a little sad that like your baby's like not a part like in you yeah like it's gonna be really hard for you to like kind of let go and i think that way harder for you than your husband so it's gonna be like yeah this like really um i don't know really deeply emotional there's something that's been making you feel so secure also i think like a fear of like okay now this baby isn't inside of me now how can i protect yeah my baby anymore outside Mm -hmm. And I think what's going to happen that's very beautiful is this is an indicator with this queen of discs that like you are this huge nurturer. And I think you are going to have like all the vitamins like, you know, how some women don't have their milk come in and they really struggle like that. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to be a problem for you to provide for your child. Really? Yeah, yeah. And I think as you start to feed your child from your own body and as you start to nurture your child with your body and as your baby having its own body like that um, trust that like you can take care of your baby is going to like grow over time, but you're going to need a lot of support because I do think there's like this like irrational kind of fear. Like now that we're not connected, like maybe like you, I don't know, like you trust your, trusted your body, like, and the process more than like yourself to like care for this beautiful. That's spot on. Yeah. 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 But you, you have the ability and the nurturance and yeah. Yeah, definitely. If you just keep on track with like how you're nourishing your body, like there should be no problems with like milk production and like. Okay. You will grow like as you feed your baby and your milk like makes the baby grow. Like that's going to be just like like a like yeah mind blowing thing for you and you're yeah wait I got this you know can I give you that confidence yeah you can always get pregnant again and then you can have that feeling again. <laughs> so it's like the separation. Yeah, you're like, a, and also like you've gotten so, you, like there's like comfort there for you too. For some yeah, there is. Of having this like soul like with you at totally. all times. There is. It's like I my best friend's like, with, oh, thank you. Oh, really? <laughs> Seriously though. I mean, it, it really does feel like magical carrying like another person who's gonna be like your little best friend. So yeah, the idea That's of her like crazy. coming out is kind of my mind is blown. a little scary. Yeah. And you're going to just um, also develop a much healthier and better and like powerful relationship with your body, like seeing your body as this very like powerful, magical yeah. thing. And I think you're going to like really love your body more than you ever, ever have. Ugh, but it will that's grow. Good to know. It's going to grow as you like, like, mm. oh, my gosh, my body's feeding this. Like, I th- really, there's like something that's just like. Yeah, uh, it's beautiful. Wow. That's so cool. Mm. Oh, this made me excited. Wow, I'm really excited. excited. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you that was so really cool. much. Yeah, this is yeah. I've always I've never had a tarot spread like a legitimate one. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Same. Unless I forgot about it, I'm pretty sure I haven't. Oh my goodness! Well, yeah, thank you for so the cool. opportunity to like read in that way. Of course, <laughs> thank you for the opportunity of having you here. I mean, this yeah, has been so awesome. This episode, I'm like totally mind blown. Me too. Like you guys have just read us to filth here. <laughs> 
<laughs> for real. I mean, wow. So cool. Wow. I can't wait to go back and rewatch this and like yeah, me too. reabsorb things. Because I, I yes. feel like a, I, a lot of it like went over my head almost. Yeah. I was trying to be like, there was a lot. <laughs> there was a lot. Yeah. Yeah. This, but was, this was awesome. So, how can people find you yes. and book readings with you? My website is nicolebrenny.com. I have the diamond reading. And if you're like, I don't know, I'm like scared of this stuff, then I have like a little mini reading. It's called The Sacred Seed. So, that one's good. And I also do offer like long-term coaching. Like we can work together and like yeah. get you to that point. And I'm like right there with you. So there's that. My YouTube channel is um, youtube.com slash listen to the stars. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. And then I'm on Instagram at Nicole underscore Renny. And okay. that's B-R-E-N-N-Y? Yes, okay. exactly. N-N-Y. Sweet. Uh, well, thank you both for yes. coming on today. This was so fantastic and so cool. Really interesting. I think our viewers are going to find this stuff just yeah. really moving, honestly. Yeah, fascinating, moving. And I think people will be inspired by a lot of the things that you guys said. Absolutely. Even though they were more directed towards us, I think people will be able to pull things. And totally. It will, we talked about so many yeah. different signs yeah. and everything, and yeah. especially like Age of Aquarius and everything that's going on there. And mm-hmm. yeah. There's definitely a lot to take from this episode. Yeah, you guys come back anytime. Yeah. Seriously. Oh, you just please. let us know. Yeah, let <laughs> us know we will always make room. We are so yeah. stoked. We might need like a weekly segment or something. Oh, that would be fun. No, we <laughs> oh. seriously are in love with Denver and we're like, oh, we need to come back all the time. Please come Denver's back. pretty cool. <laughs> Literally whenever. All right. That's going to be it that for today's sesh. The it. longest episode we've Ooh. ever done. And the sesh, Hope you guys you enjoyed it first. We're raw dogging it coming up. Yeah. yeah. So stay tuned. Get ready. It's going to we'll get raw. See you in the next sesh. But until, until then, then, keep it fresh. fresh.